Welcome to the world of Initiative Syndicate. I'm Skriznit, your Goblin Bard, and I will Bardic inspire you to watch our D&D sessions. Uh, we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we're going to do a recap, and then we're going to we're going to basically get right into it. So, uh, on last week's episode slash session, uh, our our group of adventurers, the Gravy Train. We're deep down in the Undercity, into the <clears throat> the areas of the Wood Wraith Forest, um, trying to further explore and find their uh, way into Golgari territory, heading towards the uh, trying to find like maybe the main guild gate. With no guide to guide them, they uh, came across a dilapidated hut, and that hut housed a blind Golgari swarm lord. They were attacked by insectoids and these uh, winged beings known as Crawl. Um, they were victorious. They win. And that's pretty much where we ended the session, I believe, was that you guys won against the Crawl. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you guys are wiping Crawl guts off of your weapons and your faces. Did anybody go down? That I don't think so. Someone died. And I gave you like one point of view. Yeah, you're yes. back up now. Yeah, I think I think you got dealt with like forty-two necrotic damage by blight or something. Yeah, that was brutal. Brutal. Yeah, that felt brutal. We're good. I can't believe you don't need down here. It's been like a while. So. He almost got killed for chocolate. If he keeps trying to steal stuff, even those episodes are going to be dangerous to his health. What? You are a thief. I don't know. You stole money. You stole my heart. If you get caught. And I borrowed it for second. That's why I'm not. The stuff that I borrowed helped you out. So. These are all facts. Why are you talking about old shit? <laughs> all the stuff I do is for all my best friends. <laughs> Probably, maybe. I wanted to see who you were looking at when you said it, and you were looking at no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the point. My best friend's a beer can. <laughs> right now, it's the uh, mug of ale that the uh, mechanical um, keeper's making for me. Okay, so, um, what would you like to do? You are still deep within the Woodwraith territory. We were inside the um, the hut. The hut. We were inside the hut. We brought the magical hut out. Oh, you guys are in the the mansion. Yeah, the little mansion that we had in the. That's right. The orb. Did we? No, yes. we did that last night. No. In game. I think we did that before the hut. Yeah. Did and we? Then we did the hut because we because we we ended like right after. Ah, um, gotcha. Yeah. So oh, we, okay. I was stone, and then we unfroze. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yes, because because yeah, a lot of us were still hurt. Okay, okay. Never mind. Yeah, so I'm we so session behind. I don't remember. Oh, there, there was a cooldown on that thing. Or I think you guys rested after the Gorgon encounter in the in the, in the house. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> uh, so continue onward, I guess. Okay. Wherever we're heading. Yeah, and I'm not changing forms. I'm still one of those snaky people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, 
Can we check the hut? Is there any? You, you guys didn't have time to, but yeah, you you always can check things. Oh, yeah. You guys like killed them, and then it was like time to go. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, like that session, is true. Like session, session was done. Session so over. Not yeah. like oh shit. No, 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 yeah, no. The oh shit, the oh shit happened, and then you handled the oh shit, and then. All right. Then, then, um, the, then the game was over. Yeah. So, um, I'll just kind of take a peek around, um, trying to look for any kind of magical items, keys. <clears throat> okay. So you are doing a uh, thorough investigation. In DDO. Okay. Yeah. So uh, make uh, an investigation check. It's good to just follow an Elvin around, be like, make sure you look for healing. Uh, guidance. <laughs> You're giving D- guidance. Yeah. D four. D four. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Plus one. I didn't do that. Uh, Nineteen, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, he gets to take over. I'll probably just keep watch while they're searching the hut. So, um, you find odd and end things in the huts. This this woman shaman swarm lord, as I referred to her as, she clearly lived here for a long time. You're not sure if she moved in after the hut was terrible or. Before it was terrible, um, you see all the evidence of someone who is blind that lived there. Um, there's uh, scuffs on the floor from a walking stick. Um, certain books have almost like a Braille-like substance on it to to where you can read. Uh, it doesn't actually look like any language that you're familiar with, but um, you've you've seen similar things, especially with spellcasters. Um, there's uh, what looks to be some sort of like animal droppings in, in the house over in some of the corners. Um, but this person, this, this person also seemed to also be friends with these bugs. So you're not sure maybe if that's related. Um, as far as valuables, um, she seems to have no valuables on her person or in the hut except for a small pouch that has some coins in it. It's on it's on like this little nightstand next to I guess you could call it a bed, although it looks like a bunch of sticks and leaves and uh some of it actually looks like it might be animal dung. It looks more like a nest than an actual bed. Nice. Um I guess I'll go ahead and open the pouch at least. Uh so inside the pouch is uh roughly about 75 gold in various denotions. I, it looks to be of different ages and quality. So you think that maybe this is just things that she has gotten from travelers or people that wandered in, in into the area. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, well, uh, did you, did you find anything over there? Just gold. Okay. Well, I'm wrong person to say that. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take a finger because this bitch might've been powerful and it might make me more powerful, making us all more powerful. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I don't follow how that would happen. You know, I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. But I'm always older. Older. I'm pretty old. All right. Um, I'm older than you. You really think so? Do you have any gray hair? You'll like look at it. <laughs> uh, no, none, none on my head. I can make my hair gray. That, that doesn't count. 
He can make himself look like a really old person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I got to stay in my current form. We can't switch this over. Um, That's a trick. Just show up as a really, so well laughing really old person. Just like bring out Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I will whip your ass. Scott Fog's actually a walker. <laughs> it's got the little tennis balls on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're made out of death <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I mean, I don't see anything here of value, um, or notes. I'll, I'll keep attending. I'm a part of the snake people. Anything goes down, we'll, uh, I'll make you guys my prisoners. So. Wait, I'm sorry. I was trying to make a note. <laughs> what? <laughs> If we run into more of the snake people, oh, okay, they're my prisoners. Yes. Okay. So, so I was like, so "Why are they like, your prisoners now?" <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to Elvin, and I'm just taking my finger and just like wiping it down. I'm like, like with all the blood probably coming off, and I've got one hit point. I'm like, oh, buddy, you might want to patch yourself up a little bit. You don't look too healthy right now." We can take a minute if you need a minute. I'm gonna need longer than a minute. Um, but I I felt better. I mean, is it really noticeable? Oh, well, like right here and right here and across there. Yeah. And um, not so much here though. Yeah. <laughs> like, right there. Okay. Well, what you, happened? What happened to me? Well, you think this would suck that we have to repeat ourselves so much time for the same incident. You finish it all, like, Rocky. You got this. It's <laughs> like deja vu. Uh, normally, when someone swings a weapon at you, you're supposed to dodge it. You just you block it with your face. And uh, then you fell over unconscious. Yeah, this, this instance Again. was a like, very powerful place. <laughs> Why would you have a shield and not lose it? Okay, well, that's I, bad. I, I don't that know. sounds like something I do. Are you hoping we find a human here and you just go down in a sled? <laughs> You know, you can take a lot of people out with it. Never mind. Um, let's yeah. just get some rest. Let's take a minute. Are we doing like 30 minutes? Are you guys giving me like time for maybe one of well, those Well, you guys long have just rest? recently taken an uh, eight-hour rest, so I'm, go I'm going to say that no, you cannot take another eight-hour rest. You just took Why one. The fuck not? Because you can't. Because <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to go home. Oh, wait, you are home. I want you to go upstairs and go to bed. Sleep for a solid eight hours. I want you to get up, go to the gym, work out for like 20 minutes, come home and see if you can go back to sleep and sleep for another eight hours. Benadryl. Nap, maybe. <laughs> I'd buy that maybe you could lay down for about an hour, maybe two tops. This is my game. <laughs> you're not wrong, and you're welcome to take it over at any point that you want. Don't worry, guys. Let's knock him over the head. He's only got one hit point. Well, that's different. That's that's way different. So if you want to take a short rest, you absolutely can do that. Who's keeping God while I rest? I'll keep guard because I never get hit. So I'm fully. It's because we're best friends. That's why you're keeping God. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. I always keep an eye on my best friend. And I'm just looking around in the corner. I just do like a quick sweep of all three. <laughs> I will also in, indulge in a short rest. Did you get here? A little bit, not that much. Nice. Did you get hit? Uh, no slots till we get back to this. Ooh, I got max healing. 
That's pretty good. I only had to heal up to like eight. <laughs> you mean half my. You guys heart. won because of him last time. Don't I forget know, that. But, you know, we got to keep motivating him. <laughs> that was really good motivation. He did great. You guys are always like, oh, he never helps. And he killed oh, a couple. Oh, no, we suck again. You see what I do with that? that He's like, like, oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> Uh, can you use hit dice one at a time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to say I'm going to spend four and then see what happens. Ooh, good. I don't even have to free put my nation. Well, I'm like that, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least they are in D6s. Oh, you no, guys. Sure yeah, we keep going. <laughs> okay. I, put, I rolled max, so I got 12. Which is exactly how much damage I took, so. Nope, not that song. So, uh, where to? You guys have gotten your... You guys took a little breather. You patched up some wounds. Well, I think last session you said I don't know the direct route, but I knew, like, the route. You have a general idea, yeah. So I I guess we'll just keep heading in the direction we think is the right way. Okay. Didn't you just buy those dice? Did you just use it? <laughs> it was a one three five. One three five. And then I got a one a three five eight. Yang and yang. Shit. Yeah, and you had your con per dice. <laughs> con must be zero. So you're talking next to your microphone. <clears throat> I was just letting you know. Yeah. Okay. I was adding. I'm just letting I was you know. doing it in silence. <laughs> I, was, I was just letting you know. I wasn't sure if your dialogue was important or not. No. Got it. Plus three. Plus two. Oh, three. you're, see the you're dialoguing math over there. Got it. One plus two plus two All right. four. All right. All of them? Oh, I shouldn't have told the DM. Oh, wow. He's going to be like that. I never hold any punches on you guys. I, I, I'm, I won't say I'm trying to win... But I'm also not trying to lose. That sounds like somebody's trying to win. Okay. So, uh, with uh, Lizica leading the sort of general way, um, you guys are using light sources down here? Have you guys... I don't remember. Torches. Okay. So, uh, Lizica, since you are kind of leading the way, I need you to make a... Since this is the woods... Survival check. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh god, that's a Roll a d12. Oh god. Only one thing. Oh, I got a twelve. Oh, that's. Oh okay. Well, let me check in my little note to book over here. Okay. So with a twelve. You feel very confident that you are heading in the right direction. You think that this is the way. Huh? Do I sound fine? Sweet. Uh, You feel like you are heading in the right right direction, but then you kind of... Rocky kind of gets the feeling that maybe you guys are not heading in the right direction because he feels like he's seen that tree before. Seen that tree before. So you guys actually, uh, you lose about... two hours worth of travel time because you got a little turned around. But now that you realize that you're kind of heading back in the direction. So I need you to make another survival check. 
Since I spawned the tree, can I Thanks. kind of assist him and tell him? I think it's yeah. Uh, are you proficient with survival? I'm not, but I do have advantage when it comes to like always knowing where north is and okay. I'll allow things. it. Yeah, I'm good with that. You can either each roll separate, or you can help him and roll advantage. I will help you. Okay. Well, the best I can do is now get a twenty since I rolled a nineteen. Solid. Plus, he gave me guidance, so I have a twenty. <laughs> so twenty. You're still lost. <laughs> you've seen the same tree four times in a row. You feel that you've made it towards the edge of the forest. Um, that's confirmed since the wilderness around you seems to uh, dissipate. It gets lighter. Um, there's not really grass here as much as there's moss and dirt and rocks and uh, decay. They look like decaying trees. There's a lot of mushrooms and fungi. Um, there's uh, vines that look like they're, they have that like fur on them, like poison sumac, um, various colors. There's green vines and dark green and brown and some that are almost pure black. There's even a few down here as you're, as you're kind of coming by uh, and light sort of hits them. They sort of curl up into themselves. Some of the plants do because they probably haven't seen light or they don't prefer light. Uh, you still hear the wandering around your paladin senses still determine that there is uh Death all around. So, you're heading back into what seems to be more of a civilized area of the Undercity. Um, and you believe this to be, coincidentally enough, it's also called Wraith Street. Okay? Wraith Street is one of the main... It's sort of like Tin Street upstairs, uh, up, 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 upstairs, up, up upstairs. north, up above. They almost actually run perpendicular to each other um, with slight variations, but it runs almost the entire distance. Uh, you were on part of it as you were wandering through the forest, the remnants of Old Wraith Street um, that goes through the middle of the Wraithwood Forest. Um You start to see um, archways and uh, faded out, not super bright lit lanterns. Uh, it looks more civilized here. There are buildings, there are uh, houses, there are like apartment type of complex buildings. There are people wandering around in the Undercity. Some of them have the very clear guild insignia and symbols on them showing that they're representatives from someone um, there are some that are just normal people or normal entities that just draped in robes and kind of wandering around. And it looks like above, only it's dark and there's not as many bright lit things down here. Except for, my horns. Except for your horns. <laughs> um, you kind of walk through the main part of it and parallel to it on the other side are a few aqueducts and almost like canals um, with these massive archways that used to be the equivalency of, of like sewers and, and tunnels. But it was the old cities of Ravnica that was replaced later. Um, there are a few buildings here that actually look like there was a lot of care taken to them and keeping them restored to their original forms. The sidewalks are kind of damp, it almost feels like it rains here a lot. It's very, there's a lot of humidity in the air down here. It's like being in a cavern. It's very closed in. There's not a lot of air. 
you hear things flying about, whereas up above it would be birds or insects. You hear bats and other things that you can't quite identify because it's dark. There is no light. There's no moonlight. There's no sunlight. Just traipses of it that peek through from the grates above. Sort of in the middle of all of this, what you would call is the hub, on a hill, is a pretty large mansion. It stands out. It's super fancy. It looks better constructed and better built than any other thing down here, but it also looks to be one of the oldest structures down here. Just based off of the architecture, you can't quite place it. It has a very gothic feel to it. Um, there are huge spires that come off of the roof. Um, there's stonework and gargoyles. It almost looks uh, like it's from something from the Orzov um, in its design, but this is definitely not a basilica. This is not a church. This is not Orzov structures. Um, it's probably, it's off in the distance. You see it, but it's not close. Um, it looks to be gated. There seems to be like a black iron gate sort of around it. There is a couple of paths that seem to go up in it. Um, and there are gates on either side. There's not a main front gate. There's two gates on either side. You kind of can see lights in the mansion. Um, it's three stories high. And it looks like there may even be an attic above that because of the big arched ceilings. Or, I'm sorry, arched roof. Um, now this is this is just the observation you can make from far away, but it stands out. It's ve- it's very visible. You see, like from some of the grates up above, like there's just like, these traces of light that seem to touch across the top of it. As you can tell, maybe clouds above are kind of breaking that light up, so it's not continual light. It looks gloomy, but. Not overbearing, if that makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't have that spooky mansion haunted feel. It doesn't look like something from Scooby Doo, but kind of. It doesn't look dilapidated like that. It looks better kept. Um, you don't see any actual movement or activity going on in the mansion, not from where you're at, because it's it's a good deal away. But you do see, uh, in one of the main windows in the front, you see what you're assuming is like a chandelier, and it's got many lights that are flickering on it. And then you see some lights going on in some of the other ones. It looks like normal, maybe candle lights or fireplaces. Um, the hustle and bustle down here is different than above. People seem to be quieter. They seem to be more willing to keep to themselves. And you all look like outsiders, with the exception of Lizica. With your hood and cloak pulled up, you kind of feel like you blend kind of better with the rest of the people down here. Um, having a Gorgon in your party seems to raise a lot of suspicions and eyes. People seem to hesitantly kind of walk to the side when you walk by. Um, you kind of like nod at people as you're going by and they don't even acknowledge you. Some of them seem like they wander off to go maybe talk to other people. They seem like those guys are like tattletales. Do, do, we, do, we, realize, do we realize that they're like... It's very obvious. Shun, so it's it's obvious. very obvious they're not even trying to hide. Grisnet, well, yep. not the most perceptive person. Being a life. goblin and being shunned by a lot of people, you get it. This is not unfamiliar to you. You know when you've gone into human areas or areas where humans or Veldican are more prominent, they kind of look down on you like you're lesser. They don't look at him like he's lesser. They look at him like they're afraid of him. 
Rocky, I guess we're all about keeping this low profile again. Yeah, just like we do, you know. That's a, that's us, low profile. Nobody noticing us coming through town. It's swampy down here. Um, I'm gonna have to drill some holes in this hot piece because it feels like it needs to be drained. Um, I'm sweating under the fur here. You can't see it, but holy crap! Is why am I getting stared at? Well, well, I, I think the tail. When when you change your appearance, I think you change your smell too, because people um, avoiding you like you smell. I think it's because right now, the Golgari swarm are in a civil war with the. Golgari Hive, who tends to be primarily Gorgon right now. So Fibblethip is here as well. Hey, uh, like, I'm tiny and a giant eye, and I stand out even here. <laughs> but <laughs> you really stand out. So what What do you guys think I should be? I mean, I can be anything within reason. Don't be yourself. That will get me killed. Would it? Yeah. I mean, you died as a snake last time. That's true. Fine, we'll have it your way, and I'll snap, and uh, I'll go back to my normal form. Okay. So you're going back into your humanoid changeling form. Yeah. You got it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You know, he's trying on drought for something. Now I'm just curious, like, you did this, like, right home through People will wonder probably, so why was he a gorgon? <laughs> Why would you choose that? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Do you keep track of all the fights you eat this room? Uh, we're up to six. <laughs> six yeah. That sounds six about right. Necessary fights. <laughs> so, uh, you recognize, and you've been in this area of the city before. Um, you've been all along Race Street. There are other parts of the Undercity that are less charted, but this is the, the most traveled. This is the, the place that is the well, most well-known. Um, there are other hidden parts within the aqueducts and further along and the secret pathways into the Demir areas, the safe houses, I should say. Even as a member of House Demir, you've never actually seen the Guildgate. You've never actually been within House Demir. You've been in safe houses. You've been in some of the hideouts. And I would say that none of you have actually been down here before. That's <laughs> where you're from. My house is right over there. Where was I talking about? An undead market or something like that? Or was it? Yeah, you had to go there at like midnight-ish. Yeah, that's, I wrote it down. Wrote it down. Yeah, you're talking about the dead market. The dead market, yes. Shh. But you don't want to sell it. Yeah, I know, but like, it makes them uneasy here because of their currency. Oh, yeah, the, I forgot. The, the currencies down here is what again? Is it dead? Well, is it the in places that aren't the dead market, it's money. They like money, but the dead have no need for money. Oh, isn't that souls? They want that little essence taste of life. They want some of your life essence. And it's whatever you're willing to pay. These are not like the spirits that are indebted to the Orzov that just won't cross on. 
these spirits choose to be here. But legend has it that it's a curse. That these particular merchants were just a little too greedy, delving in too many things that they shouldn't get into. Some of them were former adventurers. Some of the treasures that they took supposedly were cursed and put a curse upon death on them. They only appear in a certain spot within the city and only at midnight and only for one hour. Only for one minute until midnight's over. What time is it? Well, let's see. You guys started your day and then you took a nap. <laughs> uh, I'd say it's probably about four or five o'clock. In the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't think we need to go to the dead market at all. That's no. cursed business. Sounds like a terrible idea. But I'm sure one of us in this group is going to want to go. Yeah. That sounds like fun to me. I don't know what I, you're talking about. I <laughs> it's always the dark elf. It's always that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know this place any better than above, but what are you guys trying to accomplish here? Where are you trying to get to? Oh, well, I thought the main purpose was to earn favor with Gerard and just the swarm in general. Well, you know, he doesn't exactly just take visitors, and I'm I'm sure tensions are a little, you know. I think our goal is also to take out the the Gorgons, Gorgons, those bastards that attacked us. Well, no offense, but how'd that work out for you the last time? Pretty, pretty well. Yeah, I feel like I killed... Maybe a a different approach? Maybe a different strategy? Yeah, Yeah, but we we gotten better. We now learned them. I've never fought a snake person before. Yeah, I've only been stabbed by him once. Yeah, first time. So, you know, like, we had that first time charm. Now we got... Well, I feel like if you're trying to get favor with Gerard, doing something about his snake problem, I would think would earn you favor. We've already started. Well, you killed a few of them for sure. I'm sure he's going to be very thrilled about that. Yeah, if he could at least point us in the direction of where to take out some more of them, I'm ready to get some revenge. I slipped last time, and that's why I didn't do so well. I, I slipped into the pulled, uh, snake. I pulled a back muscle there. It's happens when you get older in age. You know? And I'm mad because I used my I hear that. Grim, grim ball. <laughs> I just, Man, I really I just wanted to see what happened. Well. Um, there really so wasn't cool. much to it. It was just bad luck. Well, if you're trying to get into the Golgari area, and I'm sure you can confirm, it's not far from this area. You just got to travel through the one tunnel down the one aqueduct. You, you stay on that path for a little while, and that's one of the main guild gates for the Golgari. Are you going with us? I told you I'm hanging out with you guys for a while. You know, one of us happened to turn the stone. I don't even know that I can do that again. That might have been a one-time only thing. Yeah, you've done it three times. I mean, what's one more? Well, I also thought I'd been killed a few times, and I just wake up and I'm fine. So maybe you are powerful, but I think you should just stick with us. Well, I told you before, I'm the only one of my kind. I've never met another one like me. I'm not even sure where I came from originally. I was... Wandering around, there was a bunch of flowers and a field, and then there was this bright light. And then I was here. And my life before that, well, it was so long ago, I don't really remember what I used to do. I like to eat. My memory's always a little bit fuzzy. And sometimes I can do things. Like... I saw bright light once, too, but it wasn't that pretty. There was no walking off from that bright light. I 
have these dreams sometimes. I don't know if they're memories or... Hold on, before I get into a tale. Are we going to the Golgari or where are we going? Because we can walk and talk. Well, not quite sure. Should we try and kill some more Gorgons first to prove our... Uh... Do you even know where they are? Exactly. I, I don't know. I think we might have to press forward and try and figure out any leads on these guys. But so far, they've had to jump on us, I think. Well, if I had to take a guess, knowing what I know from the archives in the Azorius, the, uh, the Golgari territory is kind of split up into two major sections. There is the one that they currently use, where they do all the farming and the people live and the zombie herding, and there's weird stuff that goes on there, all right? They, they like dead things. But then there are the old things that's under the ground. They're like the old crypts and the old tombs and the old temples. No one's really sure where they came from. But they always referred to them as the Nephilim Shrines. There was a lot of weird depictions. One of the Azorius explorers that was down here doing some... Uh, diplomacy work with some of Gerard's people. He talked about the uh, the old temples. Um, he said the term Nephilim uh, talked about the peoples of Ravnica long before the armies were even here. The, the ten armies that fought and long before Niv-Mizzet and Lord Rakdos and any other living being that there were there were four basically all-powerful entities that formed the entire plane of Ravnica he called them Nephilim. I mean, it's legends, right? They would probably refer to them in some cultures as gods or... I don't know. But there are no gods. The Izzet have proved that. Which is why no one worships anything here. Now, I don't know a lot about the Nephilim. I didn't see it. And I'm only just telling you what it says in there. That there were four of them. They were really scary and very, very weird. Maybe I'm a Nephilim. Maybe. Or else should we go down to the shrine? Well, I'm not sure exactly where that even is. You'd have to probably ask someone within the Golgari. I'm sure that they know. From what I understand, that area is considered strictly off-limits. Most normal Golgari don't go down in there, because they go in and, and they never come back. So that's where they assume that the Gorgons live. And the Gorgons kind of do their own thing, and they don't usually come up a lot, maybe sometimes when they need food or to make a trade, but for the most part, they kind of keep to themselves. They're all still pretty pissed about that revolt that Gerard, you know, killed some of theirs and took over for. Alright, so we basically have a few options. We find the snake people, kill them, gain, gain some kind of leverage slash, hey, we're big deal. Life is good. We can talk about the temples with them and get into Golgari territory. Well, maybe let's see if we can find somebody smaller than Gerard to, you know, figure out where these snakes are and, you know, more about this Nephilim stuff. You don't know anything about this place, even though you're partially Golgari? I don't think so. I don't know. Not really. Do you have any contacts within the Golgari? I mean, you gotta have known some people. I know you don't talk a lot, but you have a neighbor, roommate. Let's just say it's been a while 
since I've been down here. Fine, like, I don't know, 60 years or something. Well, shit. <laughs> so, who's, who is your person? Like, who do you know there? You, you, you kind of said, like, you knew somebody there. You just haven't talked to him in a while. Who, who do you know? Maybe they miss you. Uh, I don't know that I know anybody specific. Just, I don't know where I was from. Mm. Wait, you're from the, like, you were raised there? Mm-hmm. How'd you end up with the Demir? Um, well, because I didn't stay in the Golgari, like, down here very long. I, I always felt the urge to, you know, gain knowledge, so. Interesting. The drive eventually brought me up to the surface, and. You had ties? You had family there? Down here? Yeah. I don't know much about them anymore. Well, I think Never that's kept in touch. probably where we should start. Yeah, I guess the, uh, drow part, probably. Not the drow, the, the Virkin. Hmm. Oh man, we can have one of those uh, family reunions. Yeah, what if your family is looking for you? Yeah, you could be missing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'd be happy to see you and be like, "You don't call, you don't write." I don't know a lot about <laughs> you know Drow. Are they real close? Are they family oriented? I don't know. Interesting. Apparently Did you not. bump your head or something? Well, over that many years, it's kind of hard to remember. How old are you? I don't know, like 120? Jeez. Lost count. Wow. You, you stop counting after you like hit 80 or something. Mm. I'll, I'll let you know. So as you're kind of like yeah, walking along and you're not talking really loud, but you are talking. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, you see someone that, they don't look familiar, but you notice a drow, a female drow, an elderly female drow. She's kind of in between two buildings, like an like almost like an alleyway. Uh, she's kind of hunched over. She's wearing what looks to be uh, some sort of a dark gray cloak. It's nothing fancy. It's very basic, very peasant type clothing. Um, it's covered her over all the way, and she's got like a like a walking stick. She's kind of leaning on. Um, she looks at the elder part of her life. If if you didn't know that she was like a drow elf, you would guess her to be maybe in her eighties or nineties in human ages. So she's got the wrinkles and she looks, she looks aged. Um, so if she's full drow, then she's ancient. She's very old. Um, they, they, they can. Yeah. They typically just don't live that long. because they, you know, So as you're kind of walking towards them, she catches your eye because it's another drow mm-hmm. and you see her kind of look at you sort of inquisitively. Like she recognizes you. You don't know what no one my ass. Who's that? I don't know. We'll go talk to him. As well. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go over there and Um Like, how are you approaching? Um Well Your group is a little intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Hey Mama Liz. <laughs> um I'll the last time she wrapped me up. Six years ago, you haven't been back. I'll go ahead and tell <laughs> tell the group to wait here, and I'll just go over since it's probably okay. How about how far away are you guys from him? I feel like we're gonna sneak up and try and follow him. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Like, uh, are your horns still glowing? <laughs> probably. Probably. You are glowing. 
Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that in a second. So, uh, Lizica, you go up and you casually kind of approach this woman. And she still – she looks at you even more as you approach closer. It's like she's able to see you better. And she has a smile on her face. Do I recognize this person? Make a perception check. So when he walks up, the rest of them are like, I just walk up right at his hip. Like he didn't even ask us to. Stay are back. you attempting to be stealthy? No, though? I'm just walking. Right Love next it. To him. Okay. Uh, I only got an eight. An eight. Um, you're not sure where you have ever seen this person before in your life. Probably like five feet behind. Probably not trying to hide. No, I just kept going too. Yeah, screw it. Screw it. Like, like that. Around, like, okay. <laughs> got that goofy look. He's like. I'll just give you a thumbs up. She, uh, as you as you approach, she kind of looks you up and down. Um, I'm assuming you didn't say much at first. Um, you look just like Laura Loth. Laura? I'm not, uh, I'm not sure I re- recognize that. You have her eyes. Oh. Uh, how do you know that person? This person. She was my daughter. Oh. Who are you? Um, my name's Lizica. Are you from around here? Yeah, a while ago. It's been a while since I've been down here. Who was your mother, dearie? I don't know. Not by name. Do you have a family name? A last name? A surname? Um... Hold back. I actually never thought about that. <laughs> That's fair. You definitely have her eyes. Do you know where she is now? She just says she gets dead. kind of. <laughs> She's dead. She gets sort of quiet, and almost like a sadness goes over her. She is. Elsewhere. It's Chris like, I thought she's dumb. It's insensitive. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what was that word? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your name? Uh, oh, yeah. The Is that what you Who? Laura Loth. I was pretty not close. I like how I still say dry and don't exist here. Like your dark one. Um. She just, as you're kind of like taking all this in, she's just looking at you with, like a grandmother would look at a at a grandchild, or a mother would look at a at a at a son. Uh-huh. Like, do we like see this look of it, like it's, grandmother? It's like, very <laughs> apparent. You want me cookies? <laughs> cookies. Um, no, you're, you're a strange one. I like your crown. It was made into a helmet. Yeah. It's still got like the little crown yeah. across yeah. the top. Thank you. That's, I made it myself. That's very excellent craftsmanship. And are these your friends? Mm-hmm. Yep. Fascinating. Can I Um... <laughs> Probably better not to touch. We just met in all. It's true. 
I'm not offended. That's not the first time I've heard that. They're... So what, what brings you into the Undercity? Well, I'm not sure how much the uh, Undercity's felt the wakes of what's happened above, but, you know. There has been turmoil, yes. We're here to try and get uh, some favor with Gerard and also take out some of these Gorgons on the way. Gerard. Mm -hmm. She seems kind of lost in her thoughts for a second. Perhaps we should go elsewhere and talk. All right. Your friends are welcome to come. Sure. Yeah, I wasn't waiting for an invitation. <laughs> um, so you follow this elderly woman, and she starts kind of rambling on about things that don't really make sense. You can't really hear all of it because she's kind of whispering. You kind of get the impression that she doesn't spend a lot of time talking to other people and interacting with other people. Um, she talks about recipes and cooking and, uh, you pick up things about like some of her hobbies and that she likes to write and she reads and, uh, she apparently has a cat. You did pick up on the fact that she nice. definitely has a cat. Um, tell her about your fox. I do have a fox. <laughs> so you follow her down a couple of the alleys and you end up in, uh, what looks to be, it's kind of like several domiciles on top of each other. Um, they all kind of look like they were slapped together with mud and, 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 old vines and things so it looks dilapidated but not like it decayed over time it just looks like it was built from what they had laying around you see uh, part of the structure looks like it is the remnants of an actual stone building and they fixed it with what they had laying around down here in the city um, this, this one's mine she points to one on the end um, and she goes and she pulls out this big, like brass looking key ring and all of these keys on it, several different keys. So they're small keys, large keys. She pulls out a larger, uh, like it looks a coppery sort of key and she puts it into the lock and she turns it and it doesn't work. So then she's flipping through her keys and she pulls out another one and she puts it in there and it turns, but it doesn't turn all the way. And she's trying to fiddle the handle and it's like not working. And she goes, that must just not be the right one. So after about eh, a couple minutes of her, she finally gets it on like the sixth key try and she opens up the door and welcomes you in. All right. Um, her house is basically a one room area, the kitchen, living room, office area, all that's in one space. She has a small desk over in the one, uh, this is more of a round shaped room. Um, so near the fireplace, there's, it's just a small little hearth. It's not, it's not large. There's nothing fancy about it. Um, it's surprisingly warm in here and much drier than the air that was outside. Um, the bed that she has is more like a cot, almost like a hammock. Um, it's all these bundles of old vines and canvas kind of strapped together. Um, the pillows, you're not sure what is in the pillows. They they look kind of grimy a little bit. Um, and sure enough, you see this cat, uh, this white cat with like a black chest wandering, kind of like circling around, seemingly excited that his master has returned. Um, she pulls back her hood and you see she's got this very, very white hair and it's kind of up in a bun. 
Um, and she looks even more old now that she pulls this hood off. Her ears are long and sort of kind of droopy, even for elf ears. Um, and you see the wrinkles and stuff along the sides of them all along her neck. Um, she's thin. She's not like a heavy set elf. Uh, she's probably more thin than other, uh, drow elves that you've seen. Um, her clothes, again, they're very basic, very monocolored, uh, grays and whites, um, it's all made out of canvas. She's not any kind of explorer or adventurer, you can tell. Um, so she pulls up a chair and she's looking around like, well, I don't really get this many visitors normally, so you can stand or sit on the floor. Wait, sit on the floor? Probably just lean against a wall. Can Do we notice like any family resemblance between her and Liz? With better light? you kind of see it a little bit in like the cheekbone area. Their eyes are similar, but they're not the same. I would say the shape of them are similar, but they definitely have some differences to them. I feel like internally he wants this to be like a family relative, but like he's also skeptical about it. Because it doesn't, I guess it's been a long time, so. Has your name always been what it is? As long as I can remember. And you said your name was? Lizica. And you have no surname? No. Well, how long have you known this to be your name? Uh, I think since the Gavulbari. I mean, it has been a long time. And what of your father? All I know, he's a... Shaman or magic wielder of some sorts down here. I'm not. I don't exactly remember what he did. Do you know his name? Um, started with an L. Is this a family thing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Lictus. <laughs> Senior. <laughs> yes, that would be actually funny. Um, she kind of goes into her desk and she pulls out a, it looks to be like a diary or a journal of some kind. And she starts flipping through it and she, you see that as she's flipping through the pages, there's a lot of, uh, hand-drawn portraits, images, things that she's either seen throughout the world, buildings, just things that she was drawing. There are words in there. Um, and it does strike you as, as some type of a journal. Um, she flips through about eh, maybe a third of the way through the book and she comes across uh, what looks to be a portrait of some kind of hand-drawn, inked-out portrait. And she shows, she turns it around and shows it to you. And in the portrait, you see uh, a small, it's not in color, but you're assuming a small drow elf child, mm-hmm. male, uh, maybe right around the ages of nine or ten, still very young. Um, you see a very, very, very beautiful drow elf female, probably in, you would know her to be maybe in her fifties or sixties and, and elvish, but to, to people who are not elves, you would think she's probably in her thirties. Um, absolutely just flawless cheekbones. You're not really even into drow. And you're like, that's that's a pretty lady, you know? 
Um, long, long hair, probably down to around her waist. Um, she looked to be dressed in nicer clothes than this older woman is. And then beside her looks to be a, uh, you, you tell almost immediately it's similar to the style of the shamanistic wear of the swarm Lord you saw with the armor and things looking as though it was made from what was around. Uh, the collar has that same sort of flare out on it and the, um, like the holes kind of through it carrying a very similar type of stick. Um, this male has a, uh, uh, like almost like a pirate type mustache. It's very big and it flares out on the sides with the curls. He's got a very long pointy goatee. He has these eyebrows that kind of point down and he just looks angry. He looks very stern and very angry. And in the picture, it looks like he's kind of looking down at you with disappointment, <laughs> which is funny because it was drawn, not a photograph. <laughs> Um, behind you is what looks to be some sort of a, a house or a structure of some kind. Um, it's not in a lot of detail. You recognize the outside of it is probably something that the Golgari would have built for other members of the Golgari. Um, and it's got a date on it. And the date is roughly from a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, um, I'm starting to realize, I think this might be my relative uh, specifically because I feel like that's a mustache you don't forget if you've ever seen that in your <laughs> um, you know is this your father I think that might be my father do we all see the picture yeah you guys kind of see the resemblance like if Lizica grew the mustache and goatee they would be almost brothers minus the eyes he, the eyes are very similar to the woman in the picture, but his facial structure is almost identical to the man. Looks like your dad hated you. You know, this picture, specifically that look, did remind me. I think there was another reason I left. Um, you couldn't grow a mustache to keep the family uh, heirloom going? No. Uh, I think it's because, um, you know, at a certain point, most drow get, you know, most elves, no mustache. They get you know they get magical abilities that just kind of in the heritage. And I wasn't very strong with that. And I feel like he kind of resented me a little bit at that point. And I uh, I left and I went out to seek more knowledge to you know, and eventually stumbled upon arts of wizardry. So what what sorts of abilities or magic were you supposed to have? I don't know, just things. It's just more like natural natural magic. Uh, mm. Like, I mean, I kind of do it now, like where I get the dancing lights I cast and fairy fire, mm. those like, types of spells. Like the power of friendship. It's pretty magical. You motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Your timing is so, so great. I love it. I only talk when I need to talk. Yeah. Um, 
So the man in the Are picture here. This cat? Cause it looks pretty tasty. <laughs> oh no, that is my friend. I've been friends with him for a long time. Like how long? It's a cat. They live like eight to nine years tops. Well, that, the cat, that, that cat is probably five hundred years old. <laughs> oh, he's probably stringy. Never mind. I'm not hungry no more. <laughs> Pretty impressive age for a cat. <laughs> not a letter box for the, the Kogari have ways of extending the life of things. That, yeah. The man in the picture, his name was Lessonar. Wow. He is still alive. He is a much higher ranking member of the Golgari now. Do you know where we could find him? What was that called? Lessonar. Well, she's kind of... And if you are related, then I can tell you that your last name is Vryn. 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 V-R-I-N-N. Uh, well, she's kind of monologuing. Um, after she says the comment about the cat, I'm just going to like kind of like turn and just act like I'm not like just kind of looking around. And I'll summon Scoff Fog, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to swing at her. Calm down. <laughs> You're about to kill this dude's grandma. No, 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 no. he just met her. Um, what the hell? like, and just, uh, kind of whisper, um, close. Uh, it immediately points at the cat. It's a one undead cat. You asked where, right? Yeah. Yeah. I meant, uh, it yeah, immediately I, pointed I, I at the cat. I can't remember if it was close or rare. No, it would respond to you. Yeah, it would respond to me. Okay. Um... Okay, and I'll unsummon it from my hands and turn back around. It is a family thing. L names. My name is Lorinda. Sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a last name, though. Your last name? I yeah. have one, yep. It's Jason Jenkins. Uh, secrets. It's Lictus. Is that the name? It's Leroy. It's Lictus. It's, it's, it's actually, yeah. it's Bryn. Bryn? B-R-I-N-N. Yep. For anyone curious, that's an actual drow name. I, lo I looked it up. I got a whole list of them. Like, that's a good one. We'll go with that one. Also check to make sure that they weren't any important figure in Dungeons & Dragons lore. My they are not. Name is <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> my middle name is Nidmus. <laughs> ah yes, it checks out. And your daddy was Sadek. Yes. <laughs> you come from the house Nephilim. <laughs> your great great granddaddy's name was Ravnica. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Your uncle is Raptos. Yeah. Related to everybody. I'm not sure, son, but I think that we might be related. I think it's a high possibility. 
your father assumes you dead the last time I spoke to him. Really? Is that a good thing? I'm not sure. What kind of person is his father? He's stern, strict. I would say unemotional, like most male drow. What does he do for a living? He is a shaman within the Golgari, constantly coming up with new ideas of preserving life and providing sustenance for everyone. Did his father seem upset when he thought Liz is dead? Or not Not still that strong? I would say as upset as a drow would be. But I will say he never remarried and he never had any more children. Hmm. Just you and your sister. I have a sister? I didn't know I had a sister. What's his sister do? We're not sure. Is that good or bad? I would say that it is unknown. Your your family history is complicated. Sounds like most family histories. <laughs> daddy issues. <laughs> you can't pick another daddy issues. That's why I'm shit to parents. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Make fun of me. <laughs> That's what you get. Maybe, maybe if your parents were alive, it wouldn't hurt. Your sister's name was Lithrana. You just say an L name, you have a good chance of, that he's probably related to <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. If you need spellings on those. Yes. Now we're just, I'm just guessing. Lithrana is spelled L-Y-T-H-R-A-N-A. Sister. Yep. Lorinda is spelled L-A-R. This is the grandma. Right? Y-N-D-A. I was so close. I just I put L-O-E-N. I had the R-I in the Y. Le- Lessonar. Is L E S O N A R. And Loraloth is L A R I apostrophe L O T H. Loraloth. That's the mod. I've been doing that. Yep. And that is the mom. And Lorinda is the grandma. Lorinda is the granny. Family history. We heard that the mom is deceased. Unknown. Unknown. She said she was elsewhere. I thought she said she was no longer around. That's what you said. You said dead. Yeah, that's how you perceived it. What if we cured his mom out in the woods? That she was a shaman too. (laughs) Plot twist. No, I think they were. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel bad. 
Um, would you guys feel bad? Like he just found out about his mom, and you guys just killed her last you second. Helped. <laughs> He's like, you helped. <laughs> you hit her too. <laughs> the only other thing I remember is she was blind. <laughs> she had both eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, his mom could she see? The last time I recall, yes. <laughs> When was the last time you saw her? It's been a while. Okay, she could have been blind by now. <laughs> Still, their fifty fifty shot would kill your mom out in the woods. Um, what, what, uh, forced, not really forced, but what made her, uh, his mother go away? We'll just say it was a disagreement. Between? Her and her husband. So is the sister with the mom? Or did she go her separate way? She went with the mother. Sister. I have to like questions. The sister was actually uh, one of the like, cool. What are you talking about? Horrible there was kids buried underneath the, the ground. Oh, that's true. It's the crawl. Lithrana was very young when this fallout happened. And... She wasn't taken against her will, but I feel that she was much too young to make that decision. So, this is my last question, and I'm just curious. Like, this fallout, did it happen, like, any time after their son might have disappeared? I think that it had part to do with it. You split a family up. Hey, I didn't split any family up. I split my family <laughs> apart. <laughs> just any family. Your father was... Disappointed, to say the least, that you didn't want to follow in his footsteps. You didn't seem at home with the Golgari. You always had bigger aspirations. But there was a part of you that frightened even him. Really? You had this fascination with... Fireballs? Fire? <laughs> with... <laughs> With the death side of what we do down here, you seemed to embrace it. You felt that it was just a natural part of things. You talked about it extensively. I do kind of remember that a little bit. Well, you know, we really appreciate all this information. You know, you have a grant list, it's been a wild day. <laughs> I went down. He's got a grandma, sister, dad, whatever. We got a 500-year-old cat. Yep. We got two missions. You may be kind of like royalty around here. I don't know. No. No. That's, it's okay. Um, well, um, you know, for our, for our troubles, we traveled a long way. Um, you wouldn't, by chance, have any, like, magical items that you would... I don't have much need for magical items. Yeah, maybe collections, heirlooms. Mm. No heirlooms? No. Oh, okay. I tried. Well, Elvin's trying to steal from my grandmother. <laughs> I'm not going to steal from your grandma. What if she had a cool magical heirloom? She's like, here you go. Yeah, this is and then I just got it for both. I have given up a lot of... 
my trinkets. I don't need them much now in the latter part of my life. I will probably die soon. Oh boy. It's just time. Does that scare you? Are you ready? I've lived a long time. Does anything scare you? Is there any, like, last wishes you have? Like, I feel like I've lived a long life. I would have liked to see my daughter one more time. We're gonna make that happen. Oh, okay. What does she look like? I'll kind of do, like, the whole detective pen and pad. What do you last recall her looking like? She points at the portrait that she showed you. <laughs> do you know of any places that um, sell anything that can help against petrification? Any shops or anything? I think the best weapon from what I know of the Gorgon, and I've been around a long time, is don't look at them. That's what that, I said. That's easier said than done, though. You know, sometimes you gotta look where you're shooting. I would say figure out a way to fight in darkness. Mm. But you yeah. are now aware of what they do. Easier to combat, yes? In a way, yeah, sure. This is your first encounter with Gorgons? First and a half. We were stabbed when we were sleeping. Oh my. And then they ran away. Because they knew we'd have murked them. You have something that causes like a darkness spell or a darkness potion or... Some drow can do it naturally. I didn't know if you did. You said something about, you know, fairy fire. I didn't know if you had darkness spells. Yep. I guess it's one of those... Say bloomers. You have specific gorgons you're looking for? Yeah, one of them's got a stab mark. It's about, it's about as far as I can tell. As far as we know, we don't know any. What about all of them? Well, there are many from what I know, but taking out their leadership would be effective, maybe? Do you know where the leadership is? Underground. You have Isn't a general direction underground? Well, everyone within the Golgari knows where they're probably at. Do, do we? I don't remember. Do, I feel like you just heard us. We were at the I can't right. give you their address. It doesn't really work yeah, like that. Point us to the street or the road or like. A... It's in Golgari territory. You're not in Golgari territory. Oh, I thought we were. Not You're either. in the Undercity, which is not Golgari territory. Golgari live here, but this is not their territory. Much like above, lots of different people live and work in the same areas. But the guild areas are a sacred place for each guild. I can't remember. Did we did we hear of rumor that one of the Sisters of Stone Deaths were still alive? Yes. Okay. So okay, yeah. You've heard rumor that at least one of them was still alive. There were three originally. So I'm assuming that's that's our snake. Yeah, probably. Uh, how do you feel about going and having a little family reunion with your father? Maybe he could help us out. It's worth a shot. I don't. I don't know how he'll react, but we'll just. Can you like use some of that fancy magic and fancy magic a mustache on? That might help. It sounds like that might be the problem. It will be tricky to get into Golgari territory without a insignia. Do you have 
None of you are members, no? You don't have one either? I thought you had like a fake one. Doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Mm. It's more for show. All we gotta do is magic. kill somebody that has one. That seems like awfully extreme. <laughs> I'm offering to take you. Don't Oh that out. Don't kill her. <laughs> so can, can we get some uh Healing potions down here, or something for. There are shops that sell these things. Yes. yes. What about what about poison? It's much easier to find poison under the city than it is above the city. In fact, it's forbidden up there, but it's not forbidden down here. Oh, I love it down here. <laughs> you know, some of your kind do wander around here. Goblins like the dark. I like it down here so far. Five hundred year old kitties. Um, <laughs> I said kitties. Um, poison. I don't like the snake infestation. Well, that's a new problem. So, other than that, we're on the right track so far. Two out of three at bad. I don't know if I'm looking forward to midnight, but... Okay. So, Fibblethip kind of, like, hops up on the desk, and he's over by the cat, like... He's trying to pet the cat, and then he tries to, like, lick its head. It doesn't taste very good. That's what I thought. 500 years old, probably kind of... Probably is this an eating animal? Is this like one we eat? No. So like, all this is really fascinating. But do you really think that this old bird is your granny? I think it's highly possible with all the things that we've learned. I mean, if she's not, she knows a hell of a lot about him. And we're just going to go on that. So, hey, granny lady, I, I feel like maybe someone didn't ask you directly enough. But what exactly happened to his mom? You say she's elsewhere. Like, where did she go? Why did she go there? What was the fight about? I want details. I thought I asked that. I feel like I did too. I feel like you should probably talk to his father. I don't feel that it's my place so to. From that p picture, he looks like a pleasant fellow. <laughs> I bet he's as good as Lizzie is about sharing secrets. <laughs> Let's hope it's not a family trait. I couldn't tell you. I don't know Maybe that guy. If you could. <laughs> oh, ma'am, if you're offering to take us into Bulgari territory, we would sure appreciate it. Well, of course. I, I think you might be my grandson. And you're his friends. I think I said well mannered. I'm sorry, I did not catch all of your names. Lizica I caught and you are Um Winsel Elvin. Oh Elvin Winsel. No, no Winsel Elvin. Yeah. There's a comma in between those two. Got it. Names. Uh and, and you tall fellow? Rocky. Okay. Mr. Brindlehyde Miss, Mr. Brindlehyde. Yeah, that'll work. And you little one. I am uh, King Skriznit. King Skriznit? Yes. Skriznit? Yes. I, mean, I, I don't know him personally, but I have heard of Skriznit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would mean she knew him personally. She does not know him. I read one of his books. It's on my shelf over there, and she kind of hobbles over and brings out a book. It looks kind of like a textbook, but it's a uh, it's, it's a bunch of like formulaic expressions and um, theories about fusing electricity and thermal energies. It's very advanced. Like you're looking at it like, oh, this makes sense, but they're kind of like, no. <laughs> and sure enough, it was written. It was written by your dad. Interested in knowledge. 
in my family. He's a brilliant man. That he is. Have you seen any uh, goblins that might look like him? Like maybe of the is it type down in here? I would say no other is it. Other goblins sometimes from the surface wander around down here. Okay. Looking for a special goblin. Give him some hugs. Hugs? Yes, goblin hugs. Oh, I think that that's not what you mean. Shocking. How do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've been around a long time. It's going to be his last tug you ever get. <laughs> so, yeah, if you are shocking. prepared, are, are, do you need to go to a market or before we head into Golgari territory? If it's on the way. I'd, I'd uh, yeah, it's, I'd say it's on the way, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'd like to stop. I mean, I don't need healing potions. My friend over there, Wenzel. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go on a journey then. This will be interesting. Um, So she lets you all exit. She goes through the whole deal again with the keys, trying to lock the door, and it goes on for about two or three minutes until she figures it out again and locks it. Um, As you're walking around now, it seems like people take notice of you, but in a different sort of way, almost in an accepting way. As you're kind of walking around with one of their own down here now. And not yes. a snake. That's and not a gorgon. Um, you, uh, uh, you're you walking around. You see some of the shops down here. And they have, they're similar. It's like their little tents and stuff for, and are set up. And their little awnings. Just like up above. But it's, it's various different things. There's mushroom vendors down here. There are fish vendors down here. But they're not fish. Like the fish you're used to seeing up above. These look mutated they look like there are weird parts to them but like a fish market like you so you see what looks to be like a catfish but it's got these tentacles that kind of come off of its sides instead of flippers and fins um some of the fish have like spines and things coming off them that they shouldn't have some of them have teeth like sharp almost like piranha type teeth but no lips it's just teeth in the front um some people are selling uh what looks to be pieces of crawl some of their wings some of their like carapaces um and uh you do see uh one shot that kind of stands out and she it's almost like she's taking a beeline to take you right there um it has a like a black awning over the top it's got a couple holes in it it looks almost moth-eaten um and he's got his wooden standout and it's it's coincidentally enough it's another drow but it looks to be a much younger drow actually significantly younger than Lizica. Um, he's dressed in uh, black leather. It looks more like black leather fancy clothes, almost like a suit, not armor. But you kind of look at it and see that it was designed to look fancy. It's very functional as armor. As someone who's seen military-grade things, you see the way that it's interwoven and, and laced together. This this could take a blow or two from weapons. Um he has a he has a long shiny rapier on his side. He has a dagger on the other side, and he's wearing a, a black hooded cape. But the hood's pulled back, and his hair is in a long um, ponytail. Um, 
he kind of gives you a wicked smile as you walk by, like, hello, hello, come in. Are you in the market for new things today? I have many things. You look like you're from out of town and that you need things. And I have things. So, go ahead. Were you going to buy something? Maybe. Maybe. We got this piece of shit sword to sell. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. true. I mean, it's uh, not a you piece know what? of You go first. You go first and sell the sword. Do you, do you have a thing? Someone's got a thing that makes this worth more. Do, but it's not something going to be Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> We're thinking about it. I do also. Yeah, exactly. So, what? Just put it like behind you. Well, it's it's like sheathed on my back. So you're wanting to sell that sword? Well, it doesn't. Do you really want to sell that sword? Because I don't think he can afford to buy that sword. Well, I mean, mean, that's nice leather armor he's got on there. I assume that you are you are trying to deceive me. Well, yeah, I will cap the sword value on. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Does that require verbal components? That thing was solid. That was like my solid as a rock. Yeah. Paper toss for like hours. Doodle, doodle jump. Doodle jump. Oh, what was the one with the Tell bird where it like had the hills? Oh, f- Flappy Bird? No. Bird? Angry Flappy Birds? Bird. No, no, it had the hills like you would fly up in the air and then you'd press down on the screen and like you would try to like get on another hill. Oh, like, oh, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't know what it's called though. Here we go. Yeah, the store value, uh, value is just verbal. Okay. I would say that you'll have to do a stealth since you're going to, you don't want to say it out loud where you can hear it. Since we're trying to talk this up, can we, like, I don't know, give advantage or something since we're all, like... I would say, yeah, I'd say that you're causing enough of a distraction. I'm going to use it against his perception, so we'll see if he notices it. Yeah. So I would say you have stealth. But guidance also requires a verbal and somatic component. That means you have to make a hand gesture and say something. All right, distort value. So that says, do you need to squeeze a few more gold? You cast a spell on an object no more than one double one that's perceived value by adding illusionary flourish. Anyone examining the object can ascertain its true value with successful intelligent check against their spell. But that hand gesture could be as simple as, hey, let's talk about this sword. Exactly. You know, yeah. you just have to be smooth about it. So, well, I was like, I'll, I'll get it for you, Rocky. Yeah. And so you. I go back there and grab the sword. And while I'm back there, I'll be like, God, I hate to lose this beauty. How much does it increase the value by? Or it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Okay. You say as much as double. Yeah. Is that what it you says said? as much as, as double. much as double. Okay. So it's just a, so I pull the bring the score back and while I'm doing that, you know, I do the little distort value on it. Okay. So so make your uh, stealth check. You have advantage. I've already rolled his perception roll. We'll see what happens. Because I it's he's he's a vendor so. You have guidance. You got advantage. Plus a D4. Mm-hmm. Is that with advantage? Oh, I get advantage? Yeah, they, they caused a distraction. Maybe a new dice. See if he's got... 15. Uh, 15. Okay. Well, we'll see how it worked out. And he doesn't believe I punched him. Quick run! I'm like... 
Look at this beautiful sword. Uh, he pulls out like a, a a glass eyepiece and he's putting it in his eyes, looking, and you can actually see it. He says uh, he says some sort of a a, a password or phrase, um, and it sort of illuminates at the end. It's like he's identifying it to see what, what it is. Hmm. It was an Elvish. Do you speak Elvish? I do. Where did he say? I don't know. What did he say? <laughs> show. Show. Mm-hmm. He said show. Well, you don't know that. He knows that. I know that. I'm not going to say that out loud. You guys can discuss this later. (laughs) Didn't I give one of you guys some goggles of... No, that was... Never mind. It's a different game. I play way too many Dungeons and Dragons games. (laughs) You're doing the thing... He's looking at it to identify what it does. What it does. Not its value. He's just looking at it to determine what it does. Okay. Mm. I didn't know if you were doing it to see if... Where I put the distort value. That's. I don't think that it shows up like that. It only shows you what the weapon itself actually that's, does. That's if he has suspicions, then yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and you're not sure if he has any suspicions because yeah. I rolled a thing, and we're just going to find out. So here's what. The... So I again, I know I gave it to you. What kind of weapon is this? It is the nine lives stealer ah, thing. That's the one. Like here. if you kill a thing. Yes. Okay. It has cool. Like seven. Um, this is an exceptional blade. I have one myself. Really? And he pulls out his rapier. I wouldn't mind having a pair. Hey, that's like a, an extra amount. It is two out of two. Exactly. Like, yeah, a pair does seem better, and I am quite the duelist in my off time. That's like 18 lives right there. That's quite the steal right there. If you ask me, this guy is get it. You steal their life. I, I, I humbly ask, how much would you want to part with this weapon for? We will negotiate. Would we get it for like eighteen thousand gold? Eighteen thousand gold? I did not charge you eighteen thousand gold. <laughs> I don't even remember how much it was. No, we it didn't was, charge for anything. We found it. it was, yeah, we found it on what's his uh, Well, what color is it? Silver. I think it's. What's the like rare? I think it's purple. I think it's purple. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the shopkeep was. Yeah, it's it's uh it like very rare. Twelve to fifteen hundred gold. I think it was five thousand. Is what we would buy it for. Okay. Well, we'd buy it for. Yeah. That's all right. Different. <laughs> I'll put you an offer. Just spitballing here. Before we do this, does anyone want this sword? I'm dog. Oh sure no, we've it. all decided. <laughs> okay. Well, Scarfog's my only weapon, and that's Daddy. <laughs> you know, I feel like not being a wizard anymore. Now, so I'm just gonna use a rapier. Are you not change my class? <laughs> are you gonna use this weapon? personal this is a personal you for me i'm not going to resell this i'd like to get a good deal but it's not every day that you get such an exceptional weapon passed through here uh, we'll start 5200 5, yeah if i would sell this blade myself i would only charge about five thousand but you're not gonna sell it no i'm going to keep it yeah. And I already have one. You said the set is priceless. I mean, one is good, too. It's better. If it is for personal use, and I'm not intending to resell it, someone's going to have to take it from my cold, dead hands. 4,000 gold. Oh, see. I can't even fucking buy a fish down here for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... Now... You know as well as I do, no other vendor is going to give you that much money for it. No other vendor is also going to have two of them. 
True. On I could always just go kill the vendor you sell it to, and then I would have two. Yeah, but then you'd have one less. And you're going to charge ale. <laughs> yeah. Not you guys are not from around here, <laughs> are you? <laughs> not down here, you man. So, let me ask. What do you have potions-wise? Maybe we could do, like, a little bit of bartering with the pride. Mm, we get some potions in and out. We're so, more like a a pawn shop. So as in, people trade us things, we trade them other things. Has anybody trade you in, like, potions? You know, maybe some poison? Maybe a couple healing potions. I know it's not illegal down here, but we don't go advertising that we have poisons. Well, if you can't, I didn't mean to say that out loud. And yes, we do. <laughs> so, if you have anything like, like what if I wanted to view my weapon with like what? What kind of poison are you trying to get? Like something to put on my weapon. Would it? Are you in? Tending it to only inflict a status condition of poisoning or to inflict damage or to inflict damage and poisoning condition or to kill. Purple worm. Yes. Yes on all of them. <laughs> um, do you there are also poisons that can put things to sleep. Oh, that would be great. That would be pretty cool. I would maybe one of the sleep. Well, it would be enough for one dose. You could put it on one weapon. It would probably eh, probably last an hour or so. Okay. Um. So, if you've got the sleep, like maybe one of each. I don't know. Okay. So, just to inflict the status condition of poison, mm -hmm. um, a vial of that down here. A little bit more common. 100 gold. Okay. If you want to deal just damage, 500 gold. Okay. I'm listening. Damage and condition effect, 700 gold. Okay. Potential for death, 20,000 gold. Okay, we just put that one to the side. <laughs> yeah. Sleep. Hmm. <laughs> One dose, 850 gold. Okay. So here's what I got. We'll run this by you. $2,700, 2700 gold, and all four potions. For the sword? Yes. That's just poisons. You want nothing else. What else do you got? I mean, we're feeling it out here. Well, the way, like, from adding that up, that's, you know... Like twenty one hundred gold in the poisons. I'm I'm not saying this for he hears. I'm saying amongst us. That's you know. We might gotta get some healing potions. Six hundred, thirteen hundred. Well, it says this is a pawn shop. Yeah, and he could have some other good magical items in here. That's too. what I'm saying. Let's see yeah. what all he's got so, before we make a deal. Yeah. Shopping episode. Shopping episode. <laughs> I, I I suppose it would depend on what it is that you're looking for. I told you. I have things. So what do we got? So what, there, what is there, right are there any things that you're looking to get rid of? Maybe they've been on the shelf too long. We get lots of things in. We don't get many surface folk here, but the occasional thing does show up. Are you looking for weapons, armor, jewelry? I feel like I'm looking for something to uh, make me a little more resilient, maybe. You look like a pretty stout fellow. Well, I, I take a lot of blows in battle. 
Um, something give me more insight. I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know how good your guys' technology is down here. You guys are going to love this one. Do you have any, like, eyeglassware that would block petrification? Give them the sunglasses, maybe. <laughs> Goggles? Petrification immunity. <laughs> I would say no. Could you make some? Planning on fighting any Gorgons? No, just asking. It's for a friend. Yeah, for a friend. Got it. Cockatrices and basilisks only. <laughs> yeah. Petrification. It's a bitch, am I right? Yeah, you, yeah, well. It's a hard life for us. <laughs> I know a few tactics against Gorgons. Mm. Would you be willing to throw those in for mm. some just normal chit-chatter? Depends on how much you're willing to spend today. Motherfuckers. Well, what do you have that could make me more resilient? Um... <laughs> He's not prettier. <laughs> One of a kind. He might be a Nephilim. He might be a Nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> so Quick, cast to start value on Well, unless you're looking to get a shield or. Well, you could use it one-handed, but I use it two-handed. I mean, if it's a good enough shield, I'd be worth it. Yeah. I'm looking at my random. I'm looking at my random tables right now. So lost. <laughs> We're on episode nine now of Lost. I mean, there is a shield that makes it so you can like have the shield, but it like floats magically. So like you don't have to like I'm you can still, still yeah I, mean, like, I don't know what that's called I would say um it, like covers your whole or what it's cloaks of protection those are I have a few of those what no, what do those do the uh they had plus one to AC and all saving throws okay uh I I like that what does that run us in uh this this blade um. To sell it, I would sell those for a thousand gold each. Okay. Ooh, you got your shop set. Oh yeah, I got a bit cheaper. Yeah. But this is the undershirt. You pay a little more. I think you bartered too. We bartered, yeah. And it it was another pawn shop, so I mean everybody's views on magic items are different. So what what else does anyone anyone need? I mean, I would think the potions are good. If you, yep. we can get some potions. Maybe a cape for you, and possibly a little information. A little information. Mm -hmm. That's good. Healing. I'm gonna die regardless. You so uh, his potion stock. He kind of goes and he pulls out this like it's like a chest, like a. It doesn't have a lid on it. It's like a box, I guess. And you see various different types of healing potions. You can tell that they're healing potions. Um, he has two regular healing potions two greater healing potions, two superior healing potions, and two supreme healing potions. He has two, basically, of every type of healing potion. Shit. Yeah. I mean, 
unless there's something I can hand wizard powers. I mean, I, we could always sell for that, and I can give him a cloak of protection. It just depends on what he has. Ask him. I would say for the cloak, I'm seeing if he has any other like protection-based things. Um, armor plus one. He has a uh, set of. It's plate plus one. Does he have any thing okay. wizardly? Because we were thinking about potentially if he does getting something like that, and I can just give Rocky my cloak. Okay. Um, like maybe a staff or I don't know. A ring are you looking for more like armor or weapon? More weapon, weaponish. So, like a rod, a wand, or a staff. Um, I mean any of those three, probably. All right. Um. Yeah, he has one staff. Staff of wizard. Staff of swarming insects. Uh, it's got ten charges. It regains one d six plus four charges daily at dawn. If you expend the last charge, you have to roll a d twenty on a warm on a one. It consumes itself and is destroyed. Um, while holding the staff, you can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast spells from it. Um, you can cast giant insects, which costs four charges, or insect plague, which costs five charges. It also has an ability called insect cloud. While holding the staff, you can use an action and expend one of your charges to cause a swarm of harmless flying insects to spread out in a 30-foot radius from you. The insects remain for 10 minutes, making the area heavily obscured for creatures other than you. The swarm moves in with you, remaining centered on you. Uh, a wind of at least 10 miles per hour disperses the effect. I thought that was very Golgari as I was rolling things. I was like, ooh, insecty things. So that's the only staff that he has. Let me see if he has any wands. It's interesting. Fireballs. Necklace of fireballs. Do you get a fireball? A piece of fireballs. A piece of fireballs. I want. I don't care if it's twenty thousand gold. Everybody needs. That's all talking about fire trap. That's a that's a weird thing. What's that do? Um, he has a wand of wonder. Wand has seven charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend a charge and choose a target within 120 feet of you. Um. The target can be a creature, an object, or any point in space. You roll a D100, and you consult the following table to see what happens. Oh um, it has a lot of effects. I will just read the effects. I won't tell you what the rolls are to get them. Uh-huh. You cast Slow. You cast Fairy Fire. You are stunned until the start of your next turn. You cast Gust of Wind. 
you cast detect thoughts. Did you say gust of wind or gust? Gust of, of wind. wind. You, just see you, d- you cast detect thoughts. You cast <laughs> stinking cloud. Heavy rain falls in a 60-foot area centered on the area that you cast a spell. Or a wild animal appears in an unoccupied space. The animal's not under your control and acts as it normally would. This could be a rhinoceros, elephant, or a rat. <laughs> you cast lightning bolts. A cloud of 600 oversized butterflies fills a 30-foot radius centered on the target. The area becomes heavily obscured. Is this a wand? Yes. Yeah. Like, the more you, he describes it, he's like, Scrooge is like, you enlarge a target by casting either enlarge or reduce. You cast darkness. Grass grows around you, obscuring you. An object of the GM's choice disappears into the ethereal plane. The object must neither be worn nor carried and can be no longer than 10 feet in any dimension. Okay. Um, you shrink yourself as if you had cast the reduce spell. You cast fireball. <laughs> You cast invisibility on yourself. (laughs) Leaves grow from the target. If you choose a point in space as the target leaves, they sprout at the nearest spot. They last for 24 hours. A stream of 1d4 times 10 gems, each worth one gold piece, shoots from the wand's tip in a 30-foot-long, 5-foot-wide stream. Each gem deals one bludgeoning damage, and the total damage of the gems is divided equally among all creatures in the line. So We're not done. It does more. A burst of colorful, shimmering light extends in a 30-foot radius. Make a constitution save. Anything in that radius is blinded if they fail. Um, target skin turns bright blue for 1d10 days. <laughs> if a target, uh, if you target a creature, it must make a con save. If it didn't, it becomes petrified. The end. That's all that it does. Those are all the things that it could wow. do. It is, and it is random. Anytime you expend a charge, you roll a d100. It does one of those things. The staff would probably be more logical, but this sounds so but much like, fun. like my priority is for the wand. If you don't it, <laughs> I'm going to take it myself. Um, so that is the wand, and I'll see if they have any rods. Good luck topping that with a rod. Immovable rod. Immovable rod? Immovable rod. Uh, it's 500. I don't even know if I want the potions anymore. <laughs> no, the wand. Yeah, the wand could do half the stuff. Your potions, the rod, and the cloak, or the sword, and a little extra. We might be able to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be my. I mean, you can you can wield that wand too. Because it's a spellcaster. Are you? Like, if that? we get the staff. Yeah, if you get stabbed, that would be perfect. Huh. Yeah, like that's like chaos. In a <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the as far there's not really protection. There is a ring of regeneration. This is kind of a kind of a random. And that's all the things. That's all the like. So the want does it have so many charges a day? It has total seven total oh, charges. And then you have to recharge it at the end of the day. That sounds like a. Good I. Or does it recharge after a long rest? Yeah, let me write this ring of regeneration. So it's called a wand of wonder. Uh, seven charges. I don't think they come back. Oh. Seven times. Yeah, you get seven random effects. Oh wait, off no, of no, 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 it does. Yeah. Does it? It's one d six plus one. Okay. Daily. Yep. 
So, um, <laughs> this is kind of random and not really looking same for, thing with no thing for anything magical. Would you have a few, comes. like, sacks of ball bearings? Uh, absolutely. Can I have some of those? How much would you be willing to depart those? I'd throw them in if you make a purchase. They're okay. they're insignificant. They're just little tiny. So, these are the, I would say, good items that I have. I mean, I could probably get you some standard things, too, like normal armor. There's the plus one plate mail. It also exists. It is quite expensive. It is plate. Plate by itself is expensive. Sure. Yeah, I'm familiar. Well, I think we're, I'm liking the cloak and the wand and the staff and uh, the information. If it's too much with the cloak, too, I mean, I can only have three items of two main rooms. So, so you're, you're going to be giving your cloak away if you get the staff? Yeah, I can to you. What, uh, what, what are we thinking about? You have two right now. We definitely so, want the wand. Definitely want the wand. Well, due to its random nature and non-being able to really control it, I would say it's probably the cheapest of the magical items. I would be willing to part with the Wand of Wonder for 300 gold. Very nice. Okay. How much is that staff worth? The Staff of Insects is um, 1,000 gold. Okay. It's 1,300. I'd want the rod. The rod was 500. I'll give you the clip, so let's look at this some money. All right, and so, all right, so we're still to the point. So, what if we just did two of the poisons, or two of the, which two? Um, oh man, I think the sleep one would be good. Sleep and then effect and damage. Yeah, sleep and effect and damage. The just two medium ones. Yes, they were what two hundred a piece. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Okay, we go with that. They weren't, but I know. <laughs> no, the sleep one was eight hundred. Yes, I know. And the damage one was five hundred. Yes. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> nice try. Though. Good try. Can I roll persuasion? <laughs> and see, like, see if he, to see if he remembers what he's quoted. I just said it. <laughs> I just said what I quoted. Shut up. <laughs> So you're you're talking the damage poison? Yes. Is 500. Uh, so sleep poison is 800, 500. Immovable rod is 500. Staff of insects is 1,000. Wand of wonder is, I said 250? 300. 300. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ring of regeneration is going to be uh, 3,000 gold if you want that. Cloak of protection, I said was a thousand. And the plus one plate I think so, actually. is going to be uh, that would be fifteen hundred for the plate plus one. Just out of curiosity, how much is the ring worth? Because it I know it's very Ring of Regeneration? Mm-hmm. Three thousand gold. Oh. That's still is pretty expensive though. The plus one plate attuned. You have to attune to it? No, no I don't think so. Don't. Most plus oh, armors you don't. The, They're just the normal. Cloak you do, yes. So because it just gives you a bonus to your AC. It doesn't like it's not the saving throws too. Okay. Well, yes. in that case, I might be interested. Fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Not bad. So if we get all that stuff, we sell the sword. I've got a little bit of money. So I have the signet ring. 
Sure. But I already have means of using um, what's it called? The uh, disguise self. Um, is it possible for me to still wear the wing and not have it attuned? Or have it still functions as a guild signet. Exactly. You don't have to be attuned okay. to it, no. Just because I have three right now with it attuned, so. That's all, that was the only thing. Yeah, if you don't need the ring, uh, you can decide to attune to an item during a long rest. So if you decide that you want to use it to disguise self to save spell mm-hmm. slots, or if you don't have the item to disguise yourself anymore, um, yeah, you can do that. But you just do it at a long rest. Makes sense. All right, so if we get the wand, the staff, the rod, and the armor, we sell you the sword. So you're saying the rod? Which rod? Movable. So five hundred. Yeah. The staff. Yep. Staff. Staff was um. Thousand. One thousand. The armor is fifteen hundred. Then what else? The wand. The wand of Three hundred on that. Uh, I've got you at eight. That's thirteen. I got you at twenty three hundred for all that stuff. Does that sound right? Th- uh, thirty. No, sorry, thirty. 3300 3, is what I have you at right now. 3, with no poisons. With no, no poisons. poisons. So yeah. we can add a couple poisons on and mm-hmm. straight trade for the sword. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah, the medium too. Yeah, just see if he'll throw those in yeah, straight up. Yeah. 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 You got the highest charisma. Okay, so, all right. We'll take, and I'm going to name off those items. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think, you know, straight up for the sword, you throw in the portion of. Sleep and the poison of damage, and we'll call it a straight even swap. So that's another thirteen hundred. You know, because having a pair, having a a pair like that, you're just gonna be blasting around town looking. That's dual wielding. Knowing that you're, I I told you that I'd give you four k for the sword. You're wanting forty six hundred dollars or forty six hundred gold worth of items, uh, well, you, with no we, regular potions. We started at we started at fifty something. Fifty two. You you're down to four. You know, we worked down. You, this is all about bartering. It's like negotiations, man. Fifty two hundred is more than I would pay for that weapon. And you said you would sell it for around five. I can't do an even swap. I've got six gold to but, throw on top. If you throw in 300 gold and the sword, I'll give you all the things and the information. Hmm. How about 200 golds worth of diamonds? You have 200 gold worth of diamonds? Because he got five of them. From that you don't need these? Uh, I, I need one. Okay. We ain't so. anybody. <laughs> None of you have Revivify then, huh? I do not, not yet. I can't get it. Unless I take some something. emotional damage, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I still have one. <laughs> you need diamonds. You always get more. Two hundred diamond, two hundred gold worth of diamonds. Yes, I'd make that trade. All right, wait. You have we got seventy five off the old hag. Mm. I have fifty three. Fifty three gold. Period. Yeah, but he's just said he'd offer for two hundred worth. So I'd take the sword and two hundred. Di- uh, 200 gold worth of diamonds. Oh, yeah. I, I do that trade. All right. Sounds oh. good. All right. So, uh, Mark, in your inventories on D&D Beyond, Immovable Rod is a thing. Uh, you guys already got it added. The, uh, 
Damn. The uh, staff of, of in, insects, I think it was called. Uh, wand staff of insect swarm, I think? Yes, that's it. Um, <coughs> then the uh, plate mail, or the plate plus, plus one. one. Yep, I'll take that. And then the 300 gold was the... What was the 300 gold? The Wand of Wonder. Wand of Wonder, yep. So that's someone's. That's reasons. And then you have, uh, it's not in D&D Beyond, just make a note. Uh, sleep poison and damage poison. It's one vial each. It will coat a weapon and it will last for one hour. And then I'll take your cloak as well. Because you're going to do you, this. If you want to, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. What's the cloak called? I could just cloak protection. That gives you plus one stuff. Does that max your uh, attunements out? Yeah, because I'll de-attune from the sword and re-attune to the cloak. From the sword? The one we just sold? Oh, that I had to attune. I thought you meant your main sword. He's like, like, yeah, I just sold everything. <laughs> what I got. So the, the, the plate, it's full plate. You got that right? Yep. Okay. Plate plus one. Yep. That. Giving you guys better stuff means I can throw harder things That's at you. True. Yep. Oh, that's exactly that, what it that means. That means we could have way more fun in your fight. Also, <laughs> you gain a level. Yay! Level time. Nice. That is. I know it's been a while since you guys have had a level. When was the last level? It's been probably five, six sessions. You guys have fought a lot of things. You guys have done some things. You guys have learned. Was it before the guild fest? We've went down? Yeah, we've seen some shit. You guys have seen some stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Nice. I felt like it was time after the Gorgons and all that. I feel like it was deserving. Yay. So you guys will actually gain the benefits the next time that you take a long rest, but you are the next level. Okay. You guys want to go to sleep? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like a little... I am so tired. <laughs> all this bothering has made me sleepy. <laughs> Is the, uh, the, so I'm curious. Yeah, she is with no person. shield, what is your AC at now, sir? So I'll be at 21. So I just need to know how hard I have to hit you now. Okay, you cool. Have to hit that. So magic, you still suck at that, right? Excellent. It's a sleep poison and a damage poison. The extra damage that it does is going to be an extra 1d8 to nice. your weapon great. strike. Um, you would be able to coat, if you're trying to use ranged weapons, I would say that you'd be able to coat 10 um, bolts or arrows. Or just one sword. But it would still only last for one hour. One sword, one mace, one dagger. For one hour. Just one weapon. Only one coating. One coating. Uh, And it does an extra 1d8 poison. They have to make a constant... Oh, this is not the one that adds the status. This is just damage. So it's just an extra 1d8 poison. Um... The sleep one, how it works is when when you strike with that weapon, um, they have to make a constitution saving throw of a DC. Uh, I think I put the DC at DC 14. Um, if they fail, they are put to sleep for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, that's pretty good. Uh, that's like a long... Unless they take more damage. If something else hits them or they take more damage, then they would wake back up. Yeah, but we can use it's that. sort of like uh, he, it's described you as almost like a puffer cloud or like a puffer 
mushroom. It it they concentrated it down into liquid form, so it's like a temporary sleep. It's so not magical, exactly. which is important it's because sleep. it gets around fey resistances yep. too. It, I don't say that would be nice for like me a recon missions. Like we're just trying to sneak past some guards, drop it on them. There are definitely applications for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ten minutes if we can't get around. Ten, to ten minutes is a long time. I'm just gonna use the yeah. wand and be like. Oh, a I can't wait for the first time him yeah, to use that, and something know. weird happens that doesn't help him at all. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a. It's you might cast invisibility. You might cast lightning bolt. He's gonna might have, cast fireball. He's gonna have to go to like a Toys R Us, look for barn animals, just so he has them, like painted barn animals. Like you have a rhino, chicken. We're gonna use tokens. They'll be fine. <laughs> I want real barn. Animals. Then you're gonna have to buy them. <laughs> I can't have yeah. all the minis. That's why I'm so glad that we didn't have like a circle of the moon druid that changes into all the different animals because I, I have to have it. Like, all right, you're a tiger. We're buying that mini today. That's happening. We're going out to buy that. Oh, you're a polar bear today? Great. I got to go get that mini. Oh, now you're a duck. I don't know why you're a duck, but now I have a duck mini. That's quacktastic. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there, sir. So um, it's still too soon for you to take a long rest. Yeah. What if I'm tired? Well, I mean, we were already on the way to the Golgari anyway, so it wouldn't make sense for us to take a... It was a pleasure doing business with you as you guys are kind of wandering off. Oh. It's like... Yeah, the wand has to be used by any spellcaster. Mm-hmm. And you are. You you are a spellcaster. So. And you're not. A little teardrop. Any spellcaster? Anyone that can cast spells can use the wand. Your name starts with an S. You can't. Then you can't. Um, Only right. spellcasters whose names don't start with S. So he's like changing my name. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, whoa, whoa! Before we, my leave, name's now Larry. Be- before we leave, um, you promised us information. Oh yes, I did. Yeah, see, we almost left, guys. What are you doing? <laughs> so how you doing? What's uh, what's the four one one on the uh old uh, Gorgons? Their most terrifying weapon are their eyes. Okay. So we poke yeah, their eyes. If you can avoid their glare, if you can fight them in the darkness, if you can blind them in some way. Darkness spell. Does anybody have blind sense? <laughs> we'll also say that I've heard reflections work well. So... I told you when he made his helmet that he has like welding goggles on there. Would that work to help protect against the Gorgons or we don't know until we find out. I would say that you wouldn't know. How reflective is it though? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. And if you wonder how factual the information is, he reaches into like a bag of holding and he pulls out a Gorgon's head (laughs) that's been petrified. That's pretty cool. I, I feel like the proof is in the pudding, and he holds it out to you. Pudding? Pudding. Pudding. That's like dessert gravy, guys. How much for the pudding? <laughs> well, I don't have any of that. You could probably get some from one of the inns down here. Okay. Their eyes are their greatest strength, but you have to remember that they can see in the dark. What I know of Gorgon's... They don't really care much for the light. And their layers are designed for them to have all the advantage. 
So if you are hunting Gorgons, be aware that they will have home turf advantage. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. it was- Absolutely. I'm 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 really hoping that you guys succeed so I don't have to have someone scavenge all the nice things I just sold you off of your dead bodies. And you know what? I hope you never use those nine live swords against us. <laughs> so life is good. Yep. I'm not really an assassin anymore. Good. I do you know, some mercenary work on the side now. You know, saving lost kittens and things like that. That's what a good Samaritan does. All right, we're on our Well, way. it's for money, but, you know. Yeah, sure. You don't have to... Potato, know. potato. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right, so we got our stuff. We're looking nice and shiny. We know how to fight the Gorgons. Why don't we go fight some Gorgons? The only issue with that is we don't know where the Gorgons are. Yeah, exactly. Feel we talk to Lucy's father, see if we can get some information. Yeah. Where's he at? In Golgari territory. I thought you were about to say, I don't know either. I'm like, well, uh, we're, I mean, we're, we're following we're my definitely. grandmother now. So she, she's the captain now. She's the captain. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, Granny Liz, let's get it going. Okay. Did we do all the shopping that we need to do? Yeah. I feel better. I feel more Golgari already. And <laughs> then I suppose we're off. Um, you follow her down. She heads back out onto the main area of Wraith Street. Um, you go down a, a set of steps that kind of go off of it into near an, an aqueduct area where uh, an old kind of river kind of goes to the side and runs parallel. You walk down through that this big stone archway that goes off into the darkness. Um, I hope you brought torches so I can see in the dark. Oh, just look at my horns. They're glowing. How long does that last? I don't know. Apparently forever. <laughs> I actually don't know either. I... Apparently this is just canon now. You just have glowing horns forever. <laughs> I think. So I have magical tinkering. So sure. Once I imbue an item. How long does it last? It lasts till I do another. So I you just have headlights forever. Yeah. It's until <laughs> until I make another item. Like if I make the item little part. Got it. So right. I'm gonna call bull. <laughs> you see what I did there? Because you're a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With normal fingers. So, um, you head down into the into the darkness. As you as you wander through, you hear skittering and scurrying. Sounds like rats and various sewer type creatures heading off. Um, something splashes into the water. Small. No, it's no cause for alarm. Um, you hear a kind of rambling. You never want to travel down these tunnel ways by yourself now because there are lots of things that lurk about and there are horrors in the dark down here. Well, I'm not too worried. We got Grandma Liz. We're safe. You're powerful. Right? Right. Well, I'm old. I don't know that being old is a power, per se. Uh, You're wise. But I've lived a long time. Not as long as your cat. I've lived longer than my cat. Oh, shit. I got the whole story all wrong. All right. I've had the cat for almost half of my life. What the? Okay. Um. Whew. How old are you? I said like 120 or something. I don't know. Granny Smith took 400 years to have a grandchild? Wait, no, half. Oh, Jesus. Like 800 years. <laughs> <laughs> Math's hard. I, I like watching Elvin do math. <laughs> He's like, wait, 
I need a calculator. This is Elvis in a nutshell. So, um, you guys traveled on this tunnel. The water becomes more still, less movement. Um, you see that at one point the architecture designed in this was beautiful. Time, age, moss, and the darkness have allowed things to grow over vines from... Plants and trees above have draped down. You have to dodge out of the way of a few of them. Spider webs seem to be more prevalent in these dark tunnels. Until eventually you come to a clearing. You see a bunch of moss-covered vines intersecting to a passerby, this would just look like a bunch of overgrowth over time. Your guide says, we're here. She holds out her Golgari signets, and the vines start twisting and unlocking from each other and form a giant archway that leads further into a forested area. Holy cow. Grandma Liz was not lying to us. Thank you for being a friend and not an enemy. The day's still early. (laughs) And she laughs. laughs) Minor illusion to everything in that that journal. (laughs) We're actually just locked up in her house right now. You guys are familiar with Hansel and Gretel, right? Yeah. <laughs> this house is made of candy. You like candy. <laughs> um, as you walk in through the archways, as the last of you pass through, the vines and stuff twist back, and you look above and you see the symbol of the Golgari, the that like insectoid with the skull emblem along it. It illuminates green um across the top in it looks to be like a stone emblem. Um it's dark. It's almost pure darkness in here. Your horns definitely help illuminate it. It's very similar to the Woodwraith Forest. In fact, if you didn't know any better, you'd swear you were still in the Woodwraith Forest. Um, the Guild Hall, I use the term loosely, it does look like a structure, but the structure almost looks as if it was carved out from the forest itself. There is an actual ceiling in here. Um, that's made from twisted branches and vines that goes up every bit of 200 feet above you. Um, there is no light from the outside world or the world above coming in. There are some magically lit lanterns on the outside of some of these buildings, and I use that term very loosely as they are just structures of stone-carved wreckage and shrubs, plants, moss, vines. Some of them are built from giant mushroom caps. Um about you see the dead zombies covered in fungus and rot um they drip ooze and have spores and things coming off of them some of them look like they are as much fungus as they are zombie they seem to mindlessly wander about doing meaningless tasks within the Undercity and in the Golgari area uh they are harvesting other plants they are pushing dirt, digging holes. They're doing manual labor, doing repair work, minor things that others are not. 
not usually far behind them, you'll see one of these corpse harvesters um, with definitely necromantic ties controlling a few of these herds as you have known them to be called. Um, there are other creatures here too. Uh, many drow, many humans, a lot of them dressed very similar to the swarm lore that you saw. Um, you kind of gather that the less dilapidated that the person's armor and gear is, the higher ranking that they are. They just carry themselves differently in a more regal way. The soldiers that are down here that are not spellcasting soldiers, or at least not predominantly spellcasting soldiers, you recognize to be some sort of paladins, but not paladins like what you're used to from the surface. Their armor is uh, constructed from bark, these black pieces of bark from the trees that are down here. It's interwoven with bits of metal and leather. The metal almost looks as if it's just scrap pieces that they found together. Um, they look almost like they're wearing trees. Um, they're various different races. Um, there's centaurs, there's goblins, there's all of the surface dwelling folk. There are even a few crawl, the insectoids that are wandering around. They seem to have broken away from their hive mind connection from their people. There are other crawl that float around that seem to have formed these like communal, non-hostile more civilized branches of the crawl that hover around in some of the treetops and you see canvas houses and or canopy houses made from rotted leaves and um, other types of material. It looks like it should be completely decomposing, but as they've said down here, the Golgari specialize in keeping that which is dead alive. That's very true. Even with their structures, it has the smell of like wet, damp bark and decay out in the forest. If you've ever seen like a fallen tree. Um, I know some of you guys are wilderness people. So, you know, that smell that, that, that damp after it rains and <laughs> go touch some grass, son, it'll be fine. Um, there's, there's like a, a, a constant mist in the air. It's not thick, but it seems to provide a lot of the moisture down here for the plant life and because the things that are green are very green. The things that are alive are very alive, but these plants have adapted to subterranean life. They do not need sunlight. Um, there's a few, what you would consider structures that look as though they're some sort of like government type buildings for lack of a better term. They have big wooden pillars that go up on either side. Um, in the middle of this sort of square, for lack of a better terms, is a giant emblem from the Golgari that seems to emanate like a green aura from around it. It's not enough to put off bright light or even dim light, as the darkness down here seems almost unnatural. It's so dark down here in the places that it's dark that even your magical light seems to have a hard time penetrating it. There are these uh, these these pathways and <laughs> steps that go up into various parts of these trees um, with other pathways that seem to go further in. Like I said, this almost looks like a big building with different stairways and and pathways that go off into various parts of 
you would have guessed it to be a forest, but not really a forest. You are in the guild gate. Hmm. I can go find your father if you would like to meet him. Fine. I think that's our uh, best course of action. Best interest of the party. Um, a couple of these soldiers slash paladin looking Golgari knights. Um, the one looks half decayed on the side of his face. He looks like he's some sort of undead creature. Uh, and the other one with him is, uh, he's a centaur. Um, they approach you because they've taken notice of you. You guys definitely look like you don't belong here. Um, they seem to recognize uh, Lorinda. And they kind of give her this salute that your time down here with the Golgari is a, sort of a way that they greet. It's uh, like a hand across the shoulder, a couple of taps, and then they put their hand out in like a presenting way and they kind of take a little bow. Um, Lorinda. The centaur is speaking. We have not seen you in, in ages. What brings you? We thought you retired. I... I brought some friends. We need to speak to Lessonar. The, the centaur kind of looks a little stern. Why? And he kind of eyeballs you. It's a family thing. He kind of looks over at his undead companion, kind of gives him a... And he lumbers off. As he's walking away, you see the backside of his his armor looks like a carapace shell from one of the giant beetles that you guys fought earlier because um, it has that sh- sort of shimmer from the faint light from your horns that catches it. Um, Damn, we could have got that person's armor. <laughs> we can always go back and get it. Just sitting there. The, so the centaur is kind of standing there and looking a little stern. He's not saying anything. You can just tell he's kind of waiting. You get the impression, though, that he is not going to let you wander about. How long do you want to wait? You have a lot of choice. You always have choice. You can say, I'm just going to wander around, or we're going to leave, or whatever you want to do. How fast does Granny Smith walk over here? Like, You feel that the journey that you guys took could have been done in about half the time. Okay. She walks very slow. Do, do some more elven math here. We'll give her that much time. Okay. She's still with you. I, didn't say it out loud. I was just letting you know. She's actually still with you. Um, so she's kind of looking at the centaur. We we have no way to get out of here at all. Without the insignia, we're stuck. You saw that. You saw the trees close behind us and vines. We're on that time now. It's it's just the times we live in. It's no, tense. Re- it's tense everywhere. I respect it. 
Everybody's got their secrets. I wonder who he got it from. <laughs> but all good. I think it's fair to say that if you've lived any amount of time, you have a secret or two. I have a lot. Neat. Everyone does play this game enough. <laughs> After a few moments, it feels a lot longer than it actually was. It was probably only maybe five minutes, but it feels like it was a half an hour to Elvin. <laughs> and I'd say probably Skriznit too. <laughs> you two are definitely the most impatient of, of the of the group by far. Is there any like loose? dirt yeah or sand. all kinds of loose dirt I'm gonna pick not sand up. loose dirt i'm gonna pick some of that loose dirt up okay try to like crush it up almost make it into like a powder all right while i wait um after roughly five ish minutes um you see the undead looking humanoid creature come back and behind him is a tall thin I would say he looks athletic, but not muscular. He looks fit, from what you can tell. Does he have the look from the picture? He looks exactly Still like, like him. He, look, he looks like he has not aged a day. Your dad looks like he was rained on a sour pickle. The difference is, is that instead of his hair being stone white, it's jet black. Oh, he's de-aging. He's de-aging. And he has the big, like, villainous-type curled-up mustache with the long, pointy goatee. Now it's sporting uh, – the goatee itself has, like, a little knot at the end of it and, like, one little tiny gem of some type. Um, it looks to be green, like almost like an emerald, but a small, tiny chip of an emerald. Um, but the very end of it, past that, it looks sharp. Like, it almost looks like it could cut you. Um, Is your dad part of the uh... – Rectors. He has uh, yeah, the, the eyebrows. They never unfurl. They're constantly looking down. Just it's like his face does not ever change from that expression. It's like the only expression he seems to have, even if he's walking. He's kind of looking. He's walking past. He's kind of giving other members of the Golgari kind of assuming that they're doing what they're supposed to do. So it's a constant look of disappointment. He looks just disappointed in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as he approaches, he kind of sees you, and he doesn't falter, but you notice that his steps aren't quite as confident as he walks. He misses just maybe a step or two, and then picks it right back up. It's very obvious. He, he's got the staff in hand. It looks similar to the shaman staff that you fought in the in the hut, but polished. The, the skull at the top is definitely recognizable as... It's humanoid. You weren't sure what the skull on the other one was. Um, but it's, it looks like it's been painted or um, it has ruins and things painted into the sides of it. Um, you know that this is a type of magic down here called rune marking. It's uh, something that the Golgari have developed. It's not quite tattoos and it's not quite permanent, but it does enhance their abilities. Some Golgari, as you've seen around now, as you're seeing this, you recognize that they have paint. It looks almost like war paint on their faces, but it's this rune marking. Um, he kind of jams the staff down into the ground and, and it thuds and echoes, even though the ground is not solid. Um, so, why are you here? We have some business down here. That's why. 
What is your business? We want to take out the Gorgons. Oh. Big man returning home going to save all of us. <laughs> well, maybe it isn't for all of you. What is your quarrel with the Gorgons? They attacked us first. They're assholes. They You're drew. not wrong. They drew first blood. Rocky. Yep. And you plan on dealing with them. Well, mostly me. These guys are just side hooks. Yeah. He he looks unimpressed. Oh, yeah. You notice Luzka never looking like directly at him, just more to the side. I'm bowing. Like this guy He's not a king. He's just a guy. <laughs> he made me feel like he was a king. Or he might be the leader of the guild pack. <laughs> I can't say that you will be welcomed back with open arms. You abandoned us. You abandoned your family. You abandoned your responsibilities to go off on this wild crusade of everlasting life when it was always here. I just felt trapped here. I didn't feel like I belonged. From your family? You weren't in a cage, clearly. You were able to just leave. I did. And now you're back. How did that quest go? Did you find the answers that you were looking for? Some of them. Did you find those unnatural tomes that give you the answers to immortality? Um, you know what, Les? Did no you find your wife? <laughs> I know where she is. I'll do you. I do. So maybe you just have the ability to chase people off. Maybe the people in my family chase dreams of the arcane and unnatural. Well, maybe dreams are more attainable than your favor. She chose to worship an entity which has been banished from this land for a long time. And now she's more beast than elf. Looks like you have the, uh, you, the gift of banishing your family. With that attitude. I did not banish them. They left. Maybe not intentional. And what is your name? <laughs> My name is King Skriznet, son of Skriznet. And what are you king of? King of the This Gals. troop? I would say that your kingdom is lacking. But you know what? <laughs> what this is not lacking? Closeness. Family. Something you don't have. Jesus. Well, as you can see where I'm at now, I haven't needed it. And he looks at Lizica. I'm still I'm still looking away. Man, look him in the eyes. He don't own you. Yeah, he's uh, what we call up. You don't even have to address him as dad, because he ain't one. Yeah. Well we call him upstairs <laughs> in the rich city. He's he's kind of scared. Um, never mind, King. I'll bow again. No, I'm over here. Oh, sorry, King. Yes. 
Well, let's let's get back on track here a little bit. We got some Gorgonite ass to kick, and we need a direction to go. I find and... it funny that the tiny one is the bravest one in your group. Sure. You also seem like you could be as well. Maybe. Maybe not. You want to find out? He's pretty strong. I'll put money on it. And you're just going to waltz right into the Gorgon's lair and just slay them all. No plan. No course of action. No backup. We'll think of a plan. We, uh, we do our best work when there is no plan. <laughs> I believe they call that improvisation. Yeah. How y'all doing? That's that upstairs life. Interesting. What you know about that? Lizica, I can't say I'm not happy to see you, but I'm not overly thrilled to see you. That's like a triple negative. I don't know what he's trying to say. I am satisfied that you still exist. (laughs) It's the most emotion I've remembered you ever feeling. (laughs) We're not raised that way. It's not our way. I know. I'm sure your mother, if she was still mostly your mother, would appreciate you being here. So where is his mother? Do you know? I do. Probably out drinking the blood of something. What happened? Oh. Did you say drinking the blood? Yes. Like eating a bloody steak or a little bit different? Maybe some of each. Like, is she a vampire? No. You know that the temptations of our people are as ancient as anything in this world. Trying to change forms? I do recall. And that our history is tied much to the spiders. Mm-hmm. Your mother was named after the goddess of the spiders. Well, that was a bad idea. She became obsessed, feeling that this was the only way that the Golgari and our people would succeed was to form an alliance. Mm. (laughs) I thought that was just coincidental when you threw that in there. Unfortunately, it is a curse that has befallen a lot of our people over the years. I wish that you had been here. Maybe you could have convinced her. Together, we maybe could have convinced her. I mean, yeah, Skrizz don't always, like, he knows that she's changed. So, did your daughter take the same path? She chose to go with her mother. I believe her exact words were that I am a cold, uncaring bastard. That checks out. I mean, <laughs> sorry, you king. Sorry. It's not a fucking king. You see, like, you know a little bit of a tremble in his eye, and you can kind of see his eyes sort of watering slightly, but he fights it back immediately. <laughs> you see a tear fall down. You're not, back no tear. You just see his eyes kind of get a little watery, just for a second. Did you love her? 
Love is a point of view. But did you love her? I don't know how to answer that. Okay. Apparently not. Self-centered. Okay. Um. Well, but you just heard he's an uncaring bastard. Yeah. So. I well, cared for both of my children. Well, if you cared hard enough, they'd probably still be here and would have supported you during your reign. I'm not. I'm still not a king. The Golgari have no king. Okay. Well, maybe you guys aren't trying hard enough. I don't know. Yeah, but if you just showed a little love and care for your children and maybe your wife, you would have somebody to love and go home to. You made Grandma Liz over here all upset. You do look at her and she seems sad as all this is happening. Vigilant. And what about you? Who do you go home to? Who do you live with? And Puppet. I'm being serious. I'm not his meat Um, I I live in a shack occasionally. You have dark magic about you. What's your definition? I mean, it, I, I build creatures. I have a hand puppet. And it's right here. I, I can. Your do, friend rambles a lot, doesn't he? I can do cool stuff with it. I have. Oh, I have Harvey. He's my cool monster. Um, if your intention is to fight the Gorgons, I can tell you where they are. I wasn't done talking yet. <laughs> All right, where the Gorgons? I was done hearing you talk. <laughs> but I would suggest leaving your mother alone. We'll see about that later. But that's not priority. But for if now, you, if you choose to choose that, we will we'll, we'll be right beside you. So, let's, let's deal with one thing at a time. Yeah, so where's the Gorgons? The Gorgons are in the ancient part of the city, in the old ruins. It's northeast of here. Northeast? You can follow that pathway. It branches off in several directions. You will be able to find the way. While you are not Golgari anymore, it's instinctual. Go to the place that feels like home. So it won't be his house. And one final thing. If we so happen to want to find his mother, where would we look? Like, what's a good <laughs> rough estimate? She wanders about in the forest. Oh, she is the queen of the forest. Is that forest on the path that we'll be taking? No. Okay, so I don't want to run into her on the way down there. Her <laughs> reign is in the Woodwraith Forest. Oh, where we mm. Okay, so where we came to. Maybe, or maybe one of her, maybe your sisters. You are welcome to stay the night here. You will be protected. You will be fed. Y'all got gravy? I don't think so. Maybe a mushroom variety? I saw the little fish market. Do you got any, like, eels? Mushroom? Gravy? Sometimes. Did you not see the fish market with all the slippery, slimy stuff? He said mushroom gravy. What the hell is that? It's more earthy. So. Good for you. Good for the hot. 
Oh, Follow me. Oh, God. I will take you to the banquet hall. Do you want to go hold his hand? Yeah. No. I have a friend who would be interested in meeting you. All of you. Do what? I have a friend who would be interested in meeting all of you. Why do you think they'd be interested in meeting us? Because they also have a fight with the Gorgons. Hmm. Teamwork? So they want to tag along with us? We can't guarantee anyone's safety. I think it would be best to discuss those matters with him. Sure. Um, he takes you into a path off of the west side of the forested area. Um, you go up what looks to be like a winding set of unnatural steps that look to be carved from the tree branches and stuff. They're not a natural structure. Uh, you get up to several floors up and it opens up into this big open uh, it, look, it looks like a dining hall. It looks like a banquet hall. Um, there's doors on either side, all made from the same sort of bark and tree structure. Everything in here looks like you're basically inside a tree or multiple trees, but the trees all have that sort of wet, mossy kind of feel to them. Um, the banquet hall itself has probably four or five, we'll say five for the sake of just argument, five tables the, of various sizes. There's one big one in the middle and um, there are two on either side. They're long tables. The big one in the middle can seat upwards of 12 people. The chairs look to be made from old branches and uh, things in a forest that you could make them from. The padding itself doesn't really look like padding. It looks more like carapaces from insectoids, um, leaves, bundles. None of the chairs actually match. They have a similar shape and structure, high backing arched uh backs on the chairs, but none of them are made from the exact same materials. Um, the banquet hall currently is empty. There's a chandelier up in the top made from, it looks like antlers, several different antlers all together. Looks very redneck. Um, there is, uh, what? You, you know the kind of chandeliers I'm talking about. I know you've seen them. Um, but within it, there's all these uh, uh, bits of flowers and um, holly and subterranean plants that you've seen around here kind of woven in between them. Um, there are non flame lights lighting it. It's all magical lit on the tips of some of these um, candelabras. Uh, when you enter in, you see some of the zombies kind of shambling around these mold and fungus zombies that you've seen. Um, they're carrying what look to be trays but they're just dressed in whatever they died in. They're not dressed up in fancy tuxes or anything. Um, there is music playing in here. You're not sure the source of it. It sounds like it is encompassing all around. It's very eerie. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It almost sounds like it's out of tune or played on instruments that are not in tuned. It's quiet, but it's constant. Parts of it almost sound like insectoid buzzing. Um, you're able to take a seat and the, a couple of the zombie servers, uh, bring out these trays with, uh, wooden mugs and they're filled with what looks to be water. It just looks like basic water. It looks a little murky, but it's water. They wander off and, um, 
I'm not sure how are you guys wanting to sit at the table because there's a lot of chairs and the table's very long. So you guys are kind of down at one end of the table. Are you sitting directly across from each other or? Is there a table? Uh, is there a uh, chair like right at the end? Yeah, it, I'm, it's the biggest chair. I'm gonna sit there. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I feel like just it's fit for a chair. Across from each other is fine. Besides, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Lessonar. He sits in one of the chairs across from you. He never seems to really break eye contact with you. And he still has this just look of disappointment slash burling slash. He doesn't seem happy or comfortable. But you don't really remember much from him. Mm-hmm. You just the bits that you do remember are he was cold and. This seems to line up with that. For a second, you almost feel like you catch the slightest glimpse of a smile. But much like the tears that almost came out of his eyes, it's it's gone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he stops kind of making eye contact with you and he kind of looks around at the rest of your friends. It looks as though you've been through a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Other than the Gorgons, do you have other business in the Undercity? Well, we're tasked with helping all of Ravnica get better. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Like, if we can help draw in the fight to win against the Gorgons, that's kind of what we're going to do. Sounds like there may be some unresolved family issues, though, that may be on the plate. I think... Many people have unresolved family issues. Fucking A. <laughs> That's Rocky said it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. On the plus side, at least your daddy's not a villain. That's true. Not yet. As far as we know. Or is he? He's got a mustache. He's gonna be a villain. villain. He, he does have the like the total Man, villain look. Villain. He's like a nineteen twenty circus villain. Things have been hectic down here, Lizica. I know that I have not always been the, the warmest person. I am I am happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too. I had great aspirations Inside for you. Check. Are they happy to see you too? <laughs> Are they happy to see you? Well Elvin's not finding out. I probably don't know. Well, neither of you are probably <laughs> He seems... He's hard to read. <laughs> you feel like he... That was probably hard for him to say, so it must be the truth. Yeah, while they're talking, Scrizz has got the... He's looking into dark water. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> and seeing that, I'm just going to say... <laughs> Rocky is not going to fuck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't taste like beer. It tastes like water. You know, this is a happy time. My my son has returned home. Celebration is in order. 
and he kind of snaps his fingers and a couple of zombies come lumbering over. You see uh, like a, half of the one guy's face is sort of falling off. <laughs> He's got his eyeballs dangling out. There's a big mushroom growing out of the side of his head. <laughs> And you just, he's just sitting there. Oh, God bless you. Wine. Wine? I, we drink wine down here. That's fine. Yes, yeah, this stuff. Wine. Whatever's in this cup. Four bottles, bring the bottles. Can I have one for myself? Five bottles, bring the bottles. <laughs> you want one, Chris? Me? No, no, no funny business. Just actual drinking. I'm trying to have a good time. I already died once today. You got five bottles. There's five of us here. Oh. I thought, okay. Matt's hot. So, I've been working very closely with Gerard. This Gorgon thing has caused a lot of friction. Attacks have been frequent and violent. We sent some of our strongest shamans to deal with the threats. But it seems as if the Sisters of Stone Death were not entirely destroyed from a long ago. At least one remains that we know of. And that That's obviously who's leading these Gorgonauts. We believe so. And she's in that tunnel system? Yes. Underneath? Has anyone laid eyes on her and lived to tell the tale? Just from a distance. She's larger than the other ones. Higher DC. Probably. (laughs) Higher hit points. (laughs) Some of them seem to hide their Gorgon nature through hoods and cloaks. She seems to be proud of who she is. No fear. Also, she has a large scar on the side of her face from where she faced off with Gerard himself. They believe that she was one of the first Gorgons to ever have the curse. Gorgons don't reproduce in a way that other species reproduce. They're made. They're afflicted with a curse. People who become Gorgons typically choose to be a Gorgon. We have fought. Fortunately, most of our casualties have been those who are already dead. We use the dead down here as tools. And soldiers, if need be. We have tried to form alliances with the Other species, some of the less civilized ones, including the Krall, some have joined our side. They also have quarrel with the Gorgons. The Gorgons wish to rule all of the Undercity, not just Golgari areas. Finding out about our new neighbors, the Demir, they have strong hatred of them. They feel that they do not belong down here. This is not their place. This is not their land. And they've been living amongst us in secret all this time. For 10,000 years, no one even knew that they were here. They feel that that's a betrayal of what the original Guild Pact was meant to do, which was to unite the people. Their main feud is with 
Gerard, definitely. Their letter basically said that. Their initiation of war, so to speak. I'm sure that the story goes further. So are these are these little zombies like going around like putting like wine? Cups yeah, they're bring, coming out bringing the wine in the cups and stuff. Yep. Where is Rocky sitting at this moment? <laughs> I all right. So in my head, I kind of picture you guys sitting kind of how you are. Only his dad is sitting across from you, and you're at the head of the table. Yeah, and he's sitting right there. He's like, and Elvin and Rocky are next to you. I want to cast Mage Hand. Can I make it smaller? Like, because I want to find the one zombie that had, like, a piece of meat slopping off. And I want, like, when... It's always this guy. <laughs> when Rocky goes to get a drink of his wine, like, I want the Mage Hand to just, like, flick that little piece of skin that was hanging so it slops off right in his wine when he goes to take a drink. I'll allow it. <laughs> Um, we're going to call that a, it's going to be a check. We'll use your spell casting modifier. I have a DC in mind. You said just use my, oh, spell don't, roll, don't roll it on the mat. Get it. We need a good You said a spell casting. Yeah. It's whatever your spell casting modifier is. I'm going to roll that dice again. Yeah. Roll that dice again. <laughs> in fact, I got some dice. Uh, do I see what he's doing? Yes. You saw him cast mage hand. Yeah, I don't think you know exactly what he's trying to do with said mage hand. Um, That's what I get. From are you are you good? And I'll give you guidance. What a jerk! You guys are so mean to Rocky. Why? He's such a nice guy. It's because he washes his hands and likes clean water. Dude loves soap. Why is that bad? Soap's a great thing. What was that? Three. Yeah, it was a three. Yeah, yeah. fourteen. And then it's a fourteen. <laughs> So the mage hand. Um, while you're all kind of sitting around, it kind of floats up and it flicks off a piece of the thing and it falls right into your cup. You hear it go bloop. Excuse me, can you not be so close to my drink, <laughs> sir? Thank you. And it grabs your cup, and it like just sticks its hand down in there and grabs the piece of its flesh and eyeball and tries to jam it back in its face. And then it hands you the cup back. What the? (laughs) I think he's going to need a new cup. I'm going to need. Can I I get my own cup? I got a thing about zombie flesh and falling off. And where's the cup? I'll go get my own cup. Ain't no one need to wait on me. Just go get him another cup. It'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and start following the zombie to where the cups are. Okay. And he then... goes into what in the back it looks sort of like a kitchen area on one of the side doors. <laughs> how y'all doing? How how y'all doing? I just got um following Clint here. I'm passing notes now about how to fuck with me. <laughs> I don't know why you guys. I think he's the only one who's never messed with you. No, I have. 
I did the, oh, the, the gravy thing. thing. The screws. Yeah, you did. Oh, you did do. Oh, my God. Everybody is always messing with you, man. That's what you get for playing lawful good. It's true. Yeah. You're basically lawful good. You're like, you. nothing wrong with that. Every every group needs a, a moral compass, I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and get my own cup. Yeah, you're able you're able to kind of wander around in there. These zombies that are in there, kind of like doing things. Some of them are less decayed than others. Um, some of them are actually sort of sloppy. They have like bits of ooze and things dripping off of them. They look like they came straight from a mog or a bar, a bog or a marsh. That's like I know it looks terrible in here. You're like. Where is the where is the better better business bureau? This place should be shut down. This is disgusting. Excuse me, y'all have any soap anywhere? Soap. Um, about four of these like zombies kind of turn and look at you like <laughs> the one his jaw kind of comes off and it's kind of drools coming out of his face. Oh god. Um <laughs> Can I find see if I can find the soap? See if there is any soap. Make a I'll let you choose investigation or perception. Put his job as a local guard to be a health inspector. Yeah. <laughs> this is how health inspecting came yeah. to arise. Exactly. 11. Uh, you, you're not sure where it is. Um, someone else comes coming through one of the, uh, uh, the other kitchens, uh, back doors. Uh, it's this, um, it's actually a uh, a Veldican. He looks out of place and sort of pale down here. Uh, he looks to be wearing like a cooking apron. He goes, "All right, all right, all right. Back to the to the. You're dripping in the food again. Just go. Thank you. Excuse me. Do you have any soap? Why are you in my kitchen? Well, half a soap face fell in my wall. Soap. Yes, we do, sir. May I, may I see the soup? Absolutely, this way. And a clean sponge. Yes, I I will handle Drippy over here. Uh, we're gonna put him on mopping duty. I don't know that that's gonna be better. It's mm-hmm. uses own juices as the mop. Maybe we will put him on gardening duty. I'm not sure. Which which one is Drippy? They're all they all kind of got various degrees of drippiness. Well, he's really drippy. I will not argue that. Yeah. So, um, I think he'll start doing his own dishes and then just keep cleaning the dishes, <laughs> like all of them in the kitchen. Like he finds a little um, apron and like puts it on, ties it up, and just starts doing dishes. That seems like such a odd way of doing things. And yeah. he casts prestidigitation on the dishes. Huh. <laughs> you know, I'll, pre- I'll prefer the old-fashioned way. I know it's clean. Understood. Before. We, I mean, we do have soap. <laughs> um, you're here for a cup? Well, you know, cup, plate, utensils. I just... uh, all right, all right, all right. You can find your things and then hey, out of the kitchen. I hear you put mushrooms in your gravy. What? Oh, yes. We have a lot of um, different types of mushrooms that grow down here. What about the sauce? Well, I don't think you'd like that. You're a surface dweller, I can tell. <laughs> you're probably not used to the type of meat we serve down here. I'll he kind of looks around like, I'll take the vegetarian option. How do you feel about insect? You know what? I'm actually not hungry. We do eat a lot of vegetables down here. We grow mushrooms primarily, but other subterranean type plants. You know, mushrooms are a fungus. Do you know that you're kind of a fungus right now? Well, my mother was a fungus. <laughs> 
I'm just messing with you. I like you. I like your glowing horns. That's that's oh, yeah. that's something. It brought a little light into here. The zombies don't seem to like it too much. At least the ones that can see. It really helps me see all the dirty stuff. Back so there. while you all are having, you're having this conversation in the <laughs> kitchen. Um, the large set of double doors opens up, and you see a. A person who is dressed in bone-clad armor with bits of sticks and things holding the, the bone-clad bits. It looks like various different bits of bone make up this whole armored structure. Um, he looks as at some point he was an elf, but his sunken in eyes and pale skin is even paler than most drow you've seen. It's not dark anymore. It looks sunken and he looks dead. He carries a big, long stick made from the spine of some beast, and he has a black blade. It's got a split down the middle. It almost looks like two blades attached to one handle is on his side. He walks in, blowing cape behind him, but it's got tattered bits on it. It's sort of a gray color. Um, he walks with purpose directly to the table, to the head of the table. You're in my seat. <laughs> There's a bunch of seats here. I just grabbed one. Never told me the difference. Shall I move? Please. Oh, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I'm taking my wine cup with me, though. You can have that water cup. That's gross. So, and he sits. <laughs> I... See, your son has returned. I hear you are. It seems like he's having a hard time speaking sometimes. Here to kill Gorgons. That's correct. Good luck. Um, thank you. What's my name you? You guys, I'm I'm starting to warm up to you guys. You would be heroes of this city. Heroes of the upper city? For this endeavor. We do not hire bounty hunters normally. I am needed here. And uh, you are? I am Gerard. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so... Grits on there. Can you speak up? I can't hear you down here. You're going to have to speak up. I can't hear you. Your father is one of my highest ranking shamans he is a powerful necromancer and ally to the golgari we are a swarm we bring life to that which has no life 
along the way, we have made enemies. The Gorgons are one. I have reached out to their people many times to welcome them and bury the hatchet as that feud is old and ancient. But they blame me for their suffering. That's not untrue, but it was a long time ago. Not long after I became this, they killed the only thing in this world I loved. Savra. When I was a younger elf, we planned to raise a family. One day she went out hunting beasts in the forest and never came back. What's about this house? Riz is like reaching in between Liska and Elvin, like grabbing a wine bottle. We, I don't have a bottle down there. Um, what is with everybody going to the forest and then he just walks all the way back down to the other end of the table? And then you hear Savra was my beloved, but she loved another. I didn't know this. And I decided to kill the Gorgons and rule the Golgari. Part of it was vengeance, I admit. I had ideas. But I was tricked by Sadek. For Savra loved him. Like get, it's like this it's like getting really good though, right? Yeah. Did we hear this once before? Not entirely. I, I thought we'd heard we heard a little bit. Sabra and Sadek, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'd heard a little it's bit, but not the whole thing. Sadek had plans of overthrowing the guilds by causing dissension from within. His plan seems to have had a plan B: the destruction of the guild pact, which is where we are now. Gruul have come from the surface, aiding the Gorgons in their fights against us. Members of the Rakdos cult, with their fire magic and demon spawns, have come to aid the Gorgons as well. We have done well in fending off our gates, but... He pauses. I have a matter that requires my attention. 
solve this Gorgon problem for me. You will be allies of the Golgari. And I will pay you 10,000 gold pieces. <laughs> I have not much need for money in this form, but you are still mortal. And I know that money is a powerful motivator. Before I leave, are these terms acceptable? From what I understand, you planned on doing it for free. Then yes. I'm totally okay with it. I agree to all the terms and conditions. In the meantime, you will have access to the Golgari Guildgate and the Golgari Hall. You may use this as a base of operations until your mission is finished. Once your mission is finished, you will no longer be permitted here permanently, but as guests only. Your residency will be revoked. Unless you choose loyalty to the Golgari. <laughs> I see that you are members of different guilds, and you must be what's left of the Order of the Guild Pact. Even down here in the dark, I talk to Niv-Mizzet. He seems to have great faith in your abilities. Don't disappoint us. Aye, aye, Captain. He casts a spell and disappears that you oh, recognize okay. as plane shift. So the seat's empty? Yeah. So I can have my bottle all the way back down and sit down and see. He comes I, back I heard like a couple things. Did he say he was going to pay us? Uh, yeah, we're going to get 10,000 gold. All we got to do is get rid of the Gorgon problem. He has another matter to take care of, and that's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's so simple. Well, the... And he had a love of it. The, the temples down below, there are crypts and many things. It won't be easy. Well, for 10,000 cold, nothing's easy. You must beware. There are traps. Ancient traps. Deadly traps. Besides just the Gorgons, there are horrors that roam those halls. Well, are you prepared for that? Yeah, probably after a nice good rest. No plan at all. That's our motto. You have Rocky go. You have powerful friends. He's still in the kitchen cleaning dishes. So about this time, Rocky comes out with his cup as you're kind of long, coming along. Um, How y'all doing? Uh, uh, Lessonar. Never believe it. Lessonar, um this looks looks at game. all of you and says, "You have powerful friends, Niv Mizzet, and now apparently Gerard. It's not often that the the guild masters spend time with no offense normal folk you know what else we have now too is clean dishes you're welcome <laughs> that kitchen was atrocious but don't worry rocky cleaned it up i borrowed an apron and you're gonna need more soap um where will where will we be sleeping uh, we will find and arrange quarters for you. Okay. 
perhaps in the mansion. Sounds good. Yeah, I feel like first thing in the morning, we uh, go kill some Gorgonite ass. As uh, you are all reflecting on this and making a plan, the lights in the dining hall fade. Horn's still going. High beams falling. You guys get a sense of chill in the air. You feel uncomfortable. You feel as if there is a different presence here, something that you've never felt before. And it feels powerful. It has a very similar feeling to the creature that attacked the Order of the Guild Pact. It gives you that same sense. You see um, Lessonar, he stands up almost on edge. He has a staff in hand, green energy in, the, in his one palm, and a, like a white radiant energy coming out of the skull's eyes. He's prepared to cast something. It's Riz, like, slides down. I was going to say, I would put the slide underneath the table and whisper into Skullfog. Um, uh, Lila, he's back, and uh, I need your help. Help. Scrooge just slides underneath and hides. Lila doesn't seem to respond. Fuck. Bro. I'm going to tell Lesnar that uh, it's like a half ethereal creature if it the same vibe. The, the darkness that seems to fill the room seems unnatural. Your light doesn't penetrate it the same way. Ruh-roh. Almost Ruh-roh. as if someone has cast the darkness spell, although you didn't see anyone cast the darkness spell. Um, not directly beside, but from the distance, you hear the sound of bones cracking. Sort of like when you stretch your back out and you hear all the vertebrae pop. It's coming from behind the lessonar. Can I take my javelin and chuck it in that direction? Um, sure. I do that. Make an attack roll at disadvantage. Let's give stats get whip. Javelin is just No? Okay. It was a one. I feel like I have to try to Um I'll try and chuck firebolt that way. Make an attack roll at disadvantage. That's only a 12. So your firebolt goes and is enveloped by the darkness and it impacts on one of the tables nearby. You see the outline of something very large. You see what looks to be bony flesh coming off of one of its arms. Long and elongated fingers with big black talons coming off of it. And... It looks to be an ethereal, almost like cape around its waist as it drifts off into the darkness. Uh, as the final fire of light flickers from it, you see these sunken in glowing red eyes and a, and part of its upper lip looks like it's been completely ripped off and only the flesh remains underneath as this bone-like face looks back at you in the darkness with peering white eyes. Like and then it disappears. From above you, 
you hear the same cracking bone noise from the darkness. And this elongated fist comes out of nowhere. Big talons come out and impale Lessonar in the chest, ripping a giant hole in front of him, pulling his rib cage out from him and flinging it on the ground. <laughs> it happens in such a violent and fast manner that it's almost as if there's nothing that you can do. And he looks as he sees the last bit of his life flowing from him. And he looks at you and for the first time that you ever remember, he looks filled with regret. I would too if my chest got ripped out. As he drops to the ground, the darkness returns to normal and the creature is gone. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. So I hope everybody had a cool time tonight as we have wandered into the undercity, into the Golgari. We will be back next week figuring out what that thing was. Or you could just tell it. Well, I could, but that would that wouldn't take all that would take all the fun out of it. So uh, we will see you next week. Have a good night. Oh, boy, hope you enjoyed me doing dishes. <laughs>